This episode of Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Quip, and you guys right now can go to tryquip.com slash laser time to save 10 bucks on refills. Everybody, welcome to episode 209 of Vidja Game Apocalypse. I, as usual, am your host, Michael Raparas. Who else is here in the Tyler Wilde Memorial <laughs> Studio with me? Uh, cranky Dong, Chris <laughs> Antiste. <laughs> cranky Dong. <laughs> I got it. Yuka Davy. Oh, oh. Love it. and special guest. You know him in the Laser Time community as Zabusan. It's Curtis's Bad Fur Day from Nintendo <laughs> 64. Yes. Curtis, how long have we known you for him? T-Dar days? Yeah, like, like eight, James eight fucking Radar, years? Ridiculously long time. Yeah, thanks for coming on the yeah, show. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. This is great. Yeah, and you're doing... Um, you post some stuff on Laser Time now over the weekend. Yes. Uh, the anime streaming showcase. Yes. Ass, for you guys shorts. allow <laughs> me to show my ass every weekend. <laughs> talking What's about... What's your YouTube channel? Uh, it is uh, YouTube.com slash Zabusama. Z-A-B-U-S-A-M-A. Uh, I've had it for like 10 years and I've just never... I don't know. Can you change names on YouTube? Uh, yes, but okay. only once, apparently. Oh, they gave us the oh, opportunity dear. very recently and uh. we, we did it. And I, I wanted to plug that because I, I, I was really happy you were doing that. Because like I got a freebie like Funimation account or something like that. And it's like, I like to get high and watch cartoons. <laughs> but where the doesn't? fuck do you start... When someone's just like, oh, here you go. Here's a, here's 14 years worth of shit. Yeah. And uh, new seasons of content every day. There's 800 episodes day. of One Piece. Enjoy. You're, you're, oh. you're saying 800 <laughs> episodes of One Piece. What, where do I start? JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. The first seven seasons are a little slow. <laughs> and like, and just, but and, uh, yeah, I just started watching this weekend Attack on Titan. Okay. Came back and I, I've always really liked that show. Yeah. That's a I, I still haven't gotten to the second season because I actually convinced Diana to watch it with me. Whoa! Oh, really? And we are, we are uh, like I think two or three parts into the <laughs> into the attack on Tross, and she's kind of like I really like the concept, and I'm really curious where it's going. Mm-hmm. But like every episode is a struggle for her because of how much she hates the anime aesthetic. That mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, uh-huh. you know, like the girl who yeah. loves food. Mm-hmm. She likes she's, potatoes. She's the most anime character, but yeah, it's it's uh. The, oh, 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 and and like the speed lines when people break down and cry, and I, I must do our best. appreciate that as a language unto yeah. that. No, that I, subgenre I like it, of animation. But it's, it's all things that she despises, so she's struggling mm. to appreciate. Well, I'm, it. I'm half with people think I hate anime. And I always have to like clarify that. Like, no, I just don't blanket love it all. Mm. Whereas right. you know. You do. You fucking They're... hate Rick and Morty. Probably oh, because they don't sound like the same that. six anime voiceover actors. Rick, I don't know, Rick. I just, I, I think it's a bad idea, you just, Rick. Curtis, you, you, you just... <laughs> like, that's that's every fucking Rick and Morty cartoon. Every goddamn thing. So, hey, yeah, Justin Roiland, you're doing talking. great job. But, hey, man. Uh, you just can't stand the human body. And it's uh, it's really more your personal problem to deal with. 
I, I, but uh, yeah, I just don't blanket love at all. And I've heard people like this show's great, and I'm like, this is objectively terrible. But if right. all you watch is anime, it's probably decent. And this <laughs> shit like Attack on Titan, like this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck, was it Sam? Sean, Sean gave me Blue La- Black Lagoon, and mm. I watched that, and like this is pretty fucking cool. Right. Uh, I this is pretty cool. The other stuff I don't really care for. Don't hate it, is what I'm saying. Don't put that shit on me. I think if if you're someone who likes Attack on Titan and like sounds like Black Lagoon, mm-hmm. stop. Uh, like, don't start with like shonen, like anime or manga, because that is intended for little kids. Mm-hmm. Like seinen, that genre, that demographic, it's for older, mm-hmm. older age groups. So like things like Berserk, don't watch the new Berserk. Mm-hmm. Only stick to the '97 Berserk. Mm-hmm. Um, things like Berserk, Attack on Titan, Black Lagoon, they hit that are they hit the age group that you're in way better than Just fucking Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, and there's like, a, a bit of that in like I I grew up on DBZ and right. now, and now like I, I liked it back then, but I now kind of like hate this. Like we're just gonna fight all the time. Yeah, that's, that's like what we do. it's a we're very... gonna spend three episodes on a single scream while Goku powers up. Yeah, yeah. It's a, I don't hate it. But it's just like it is so out of my wheelhouse now. Yeah, it is. And... It's it's it, anime is a hard thing to recommend. And I've tried getting my boyfriend. We watched mm-hmm. an episode or two of Cowboy Bebop, which is yeah. kind of like the best anime mm-hmm. subjectively, yeah. kind of objectively. Oh, it's just in, in like. So wonderfully finite. Yeah, like there, it's yeah, it tells a complete story, and it has a movie that you can watch that has no real meaning other than it's also just more pretty graphics and, and great <laughs> and acting jazz and, and smoking. Yeah, um, <laughs> but he just wasn't a fan of it. But he doesn't really like sci-fi, so like, all right, well, you gave it a shot. Kudos. But I'm not gonna like. I mean, there's a lot of series I'd like to get him into, mm-hmm. but it's just not his thing. And mm-hmm. I, I understand that. But I will still watch it, and he'll watch fucking Young Pope and some <laughs> <laughs> Reese Witherspoon shit, uh, which I'm sure... Kangaroo Jack the series. Yes, I'm sure that's much better than anything I'm watching Saturday on Crunchyroll, but... Mm-hmm. And I wanted to use that as a, a light plug, because like, for some reason uh, I had a... You didn't hear bonus time. Jesus Christ, I, I thought I was had the worst airport experience so that dude on uh, United I was part of the thousands of Damn. people who got kicked off their Delta flights missed my friend's wedding couldn't give the fucking speech uh, oh, because damn. I wasn't allowed to fly to Florida Jesus Christ it was yeah. weird uh, we ran into a little bit of the Delta issue mm-hmm. like the day after so I guess if, I'll explain it really quick if someone doesn't know and De- mm-hmm. uh, Atlanta is Delta's hub yep. they had really bad weather Wednesday evening last week yep and three days uh, of delays, thousands of flights everything canceled. Up. Like um, I'm, I'm, I'm like, ah, I'm gonna miss my flight, and people are like, I've been stuck here for four days. Yeah, get me out of here. Right. Like, me, and someone's like, get me out of the state. Yeah. Just get me out of this fucking. This state. is where I live now. I had a sign. Yeah. <laughs> we're all Tom Hanks. <laughs> uh, and it was just really bad. Like we were supposed to be in LA. Uh, Thursday at like four, we didn't get in until ten that night. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, that's compared to the people that stayed three days. Like, hey, we were a cake. Yeah, off. I would love to bitch more, but like, yeah, people but, all around me were way more fun. Oh yeah, me. like I totally had pity and sympathy for those guys. But my boyfriend is, oh my god, he's so Jewish, and I love him. <laughs> I love him to pieces. He's so great, but he is so Jewish, and is like, if he is not in control of a situation, mm-hmm. he is almost unapproachable i don't mm. do anything it's just like remember a, there is a chance there, he there. might hear this 
Nah, he won't. <laughs> if you're listening, David, I love you so much. You know how you are. <laughs> this is not a Semitic friendly podcast. No. No. <laughs> we know that. That's why Diana's gone. Yeah, exactly. He got so angry, he put the entire plane in a schmear. But I wanted, I wanted to use the, your anime That's showcase. That's all I know. That you That's uh, what every Saturday. Uh, every Friday? I say weekend. Weekend. Uh, because I can't necessarily commit to a Saturday no, a or Sunday. Shit. But it's a ton of shit that yeah, I it's do. A ton of shit, and I don't know um, how you're getting past the YouTube hmm. copyright filter. I don't but, either. Uh, I I did it before and. Basically, here's what I learned. If you're going to use the full video, flip it and then sort of pitch control it a little bit. Mm. Shrink it down a little bit so mm. you're not showing the full video. Like, there's all these fucking workarounds. That's so Zega much CD work. that shit. Yes, exactly. Really Everything <laughs> that Missy Elliott sang about in her hit song, Thank just do that. God. Yeah, beep, she beep was that there. motherfucker. Flip it, yep. reverse it, <laughs> jerk it. I had that weird experience where, like, I had planned to leave on Thursday evening, so I got all my shit done. And then, like, got kicked back to my house. I'm like, I'm not going to tell anybody I'm in town and just play hooky from the world. <laughs> nice. And That's load up Persona. And, and Persona, like, I went from, like, Attack on Titan to playing a shitload of Persona, which absolutely has its hooks in me now. I thought the Four Golden was charming, uh, and I just figured I'd... I was on. I was only playing it on my Vita, which I don't really play that often, ex- except when I'm traveling, and uh, no one pays me to fly anywhere anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, but Persona 5 on, on PS4... Fucking, I love it, and uh, I wanted to play for you real quick because this is something I, I outsourced just yesterday to the community. Uh, the clip number one there is the Persona uh, victory jingle, like your this ex- this amount of XP. Here's the items you earned. Here's how much money you earned. Okay, here we go. God damn, that's funky. This is just for winning a battle? Yeah, this is, yeah, this is your, your victory fan. Wow. And it's like you're watching the characters run around and do victory poses and yeah. shit. It's awesome. So, so, Michael, what I wanted to ask you, I already sort of put it to Dave. Curtis, you're a little younger. So, like, that immediate... I've been watching a bunch of 70s animation, and I was, like, trying to place, like, what mm-hmm. the fuck instrument is that, and why does that sound familiar? It's like a street organ, right? Um, yes, actually, because <laughs> I put I put it to I put it to, uh, to Twitter in bonus time, our, our, our bonus show on uh, patreon.com slash laser time, and uh, Trash Boy DX got back to me with exactly what it was. But I was, uh, exactly what the instrument was. Moog? Farfisa? It's a, a Hammond bass. electric organ. Ah, Hammond. But, but okay. I was placing it to a certain era and a certain thing. So if, if, if there was a show you could think of with that sound in it, Michael, is that, what's the first thing that comes to your head? Uh, any 70s cop show. Muppet yeah. show, Dr. Teeth. It was, for mm. me, it was like, oh, hmm. that's Sesame Street music. <laughs> <laughs> because growing, growing up sure. in the early 80s, we were watching a bunch of like animated shorts from the 70s. And so, like, that sent me into, like, I have another clip there. This is the most famous Sesame Street bit, but, like, you can hear a bit of the, the same organ and beat into the 12, from the 12 song. Uh. 12. <laughs> Holy shit, Persona's aping Sesame Street. Remember when Family Guy did this, guy? They did. Remember they did. that? Oh, yeah. That's, uh, you just did a Family Guy joke. Yeah, sorry. Remember sorry. when somebody did that? Uh, <laughs> way you, to think that's you think that's bad? Also, that, that, that song is set in a pinball, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. whatever. Yeah, so it's game better, related. It comes yes. A better example. See, from I, a, I think of Seb, Seb Sesame Street shorts. I always go to like the creepiest, most terrifying mm-hmm. examples, like the one where the little boy gets lost and this, the weird guy with the yo-yo tells him about the landmarks. What the fuck? And yeah, things uh, that start with the letter Y. The, the one with like the, <laughs> you go, the, the weird minimalist. The letter of the day is 69. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> the weird minimalist baby like looks at a sign that says danger and imagines all the things that danger might mean, and one of them is like this cycloptic tentacle monster with huge sharp teeth that mm. shrieks. I'm was the... that post Jim Henson? Would he have allowed no, that? No, this is pre. This is oh, like late seventies when you we were in these. Not, not. This is totally relevant to the video game show. But somebody, oh, somebody did a thing with uh, Adam Savage from MythBusters. Like what his father did for a living was make Sesame Street animated shorts. He'd make like three or four a year. That's how he. That was wow. his job. Wow. wow. And like he talked about like his dad. You know, he just disappeared in the workshop by himself animate one of these things about the number eight <laughs> that's like nine months for him and then spits it out and sesame street pays him or the government uh or they used to before mm. the new budget proposal mm. anyway oh wait i think i have a sound for that number eight <laughs> <laughs> you have that? oh god how is that the how is that on the soundboard it's always been there oh the b sharps we just did that on talking simpsons and mm. i have gotten two plugs in at the top mm. you must be yes. livid with me uh, well <laughs> i mean this is all entertaining yeah, it's so it's been a great cares? discussion of the top yeah. five uh, anime airplanes is that what we're doing <laughs> and sesame street sounds yes. Yes. i think the pokemon there's, there's jet. another sesame street clip, but it's not as recognizable as the 12 song but it just it has the all organ right. from um from Persona, All yeah. right. more pronounced. Than Let's it. go. It's about walking. Walk. This is it? It's about animals that walk. But this is the Persona organ. This is, I love that so much. I haven't heard this in forever. Fucking enough. Dolomite soundtrack in Sesame <laughs> yeah. Street. Those are my only frames of reference for the Hammond Electric Organ. Thank you, Trash Boy DX. Ah, oh, nice. I, I have never outsourced something that fast to the community that came back with the exact instrument. I, I'm very that's happy about awesome. that. That's pretty sweet. That, that's a really great like community you got there. It Where is. Can you find that community, Chris? Uh, there's uh, the Facebook group that's been hey. fucking insane lately. Yep. Jesus Christ. Thank you, uh, Daniel, and all all the other new admins. Jesus Christ. I think one of you will be here next week. I will see you. Jesus Christ is an admin? Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. You got awesome. bored with this whole religion thing. Yeah. Actually, got sick of his father. Followers. Most people would. <laughs> really doesn't like his fan base. Uh, he got caught on tape calling them SOBs. <laughs> my, fa- my father would hate all of you. <laughs> all right. Are we actually ready to start the video game part? Okay. Well, I guess 25 minutes in. Ready. Yes. All right. This is a good time to start the top five. If you remember all the way back to our introductions... <laughs> This is ukulele week. This is the week when N64 platformers mm-hmm. come roaring back. If you're 35 years of, old, that'll mean something. By yes. roaring, you mean they just make like incoherent I, It's really more about... <laughs> back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, so this week, I thought it'd be fun. Dave came up with the idea of mascot duos. Yes. Do the top five mascot Ooh. duos. And I said, why not make it even harder to title and make it about <laughs> mascot duos that wear each other yes. that ride on each other's backs <laughs> holy shit and so let's just jump right in with number five Fuck, chris can probably guess what this is i can't actually it's is there anything else probably it, the newest it, here's one, another hint the most recent one? Well, in, in as much as the Donkey Kong Country Returns series. Had to get the explosion. They still, uh, they, they're so, still joined together yeah. in the Donkey Kong Country series. Or Donkey Kong well, Country Returns. so th- this is the reason why it's at number five. It's only in the last two games. Donkey Kong mm-hmm. Country... This is... 
Donkey Kong and Diddy, obviously. Yeah. Uh, it's only in the last Not two Dixie games. Not Dixie, Diddy, or Dixie and right. Dummy, or whatever Diddy. that last Although, was. Although, we'll get into that. Uh, <laughs> in Donkey Kong Country Returns, mm-hmm. rather than uh, have Diddy follow Donkey Kong around and you switch between them, mm-hmm. Diddy now rides on Donkey Kong's back, mm-hmm. uh, uses his jetpack to give him a double jump, mm-hmm. fun stuff like that. And uh, in Tropical Freeze... Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it repeats the thing where Diddy rides on Donkey's back, but also now you can have Daisy and Cranky as sidekicks that ride around on Donkey Kong. But mm. uh, he, in all cases, he wears them as a backpack. They give him a. So I, I'm not sure what Cranky does. I know that with Daisy, you get the spinning ponytail, so mm-hmm. you you actually get like a slightly delayed, but higher lift. Scrooge McDuck pogo cane. Yeah. Oh, nice, action. nice. I, I didn't actually use that for whatever reason. Well, I think Cranky's incontinent, so he just sh- like shits streams that he that allows him to fly <laughs> up in the air. Isn't Cranky canonically the original Donkey Kong? Yes, I, I think. Yeah, yes, he, he says is. that in Returns, Allegedly, right? I, mean, I think just a throwaway well, line. But we yeah. now think of his Donkey Kong is in fact Donkey Kong Jr. And, and by the where's well, his tank top? And uh-huh. no pants. Another dumb plug. We have a new series for Monday called Racer Time, where we race games. We just mm. finished Mario 3, and Dave and yeah, I, I just started uh, Donkey Kong 94, and it really looks like I'm out to dominate every <laughs> single one. I really, I lapped him. Mm. It was really good. But yeah. Donkey Kong 94, which we put in VGA's Top 200, oh, nice. we thought, like, fuck yeah, let's showcase this yeah. goddamn game. It's really good. And I, I think It's the last Donkey Kong game. Objectively, on, on this list, like these are probably my favorites, but because they started out uh, not riding on each other... <laughs> But but following after each other, and I don't I don't understand. I feel like why, that's close enough. If why is Diddy always in a fucking barrel? Like oh, like, like stuck thing, in a barrel. Man. It made sense that he was like, oh, the Kremlings put him there. He's trapped. But like now, that's just where he don't, always is. Don't kink shame Diddy. That's what he <laughs> likes to do. So it's it's likes to wear a baseball hat and uh, hang out inside and, of a... and and wear a tank top with no yes. pants, just like <laughs> Donkey Kong Jr. Oh, well, wow. if, if Donkey Kong didn't break his barrel-based overalls, maybe yeah. maybe that's what he'd be wearing. And and also, I guess Donkey Kong is Diddy's uncle, so he is a monkey's uncle, and Diddy <laughs> is some sort of chimp with a tail. So this su- suggests like an entirely new species of primate oh, that goes through like larval and uh, <laughs> pupil stages. <laughs> So wait, in Donkey Kong, I can't remember, but in Donkey Kong Country Returns, they still had the uh, rhinos that you could ride, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could be at a point where you are Diddy riding on a chimpanzee Donkey riding Kong, a gorilla riding, riding a rhinoceros. Yes. Yeah, I think they. I, I haven't played Man much of Tropical Freeze, honestly. I think they bring back animals that you can ride on. I have, and I can't confirm either way. <laughs> and that fanfic it, is in my hard. queue to read. So yes, exactly. <laughs> Excited to get to so it. hard from nice. the first fucking entry. Why wouldn't you be? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move this along. Number four. You finally took a much-needed bath, but in a bathtub filled with dark eco. Look, old man, are you going to keep yapping, or are you going to help me out of this mess? I'm going to keep yapping, because in my professional opinion, the change is an improvement. Man, I really love Daxter. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Daxter, when he turned into an otzel in the first few uh, minutes of Jack and Daxter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was originally a, a really ugly-looking elf boy. And turn into a much more appealing small furry animal. Uh, I believe Doogie Howser's homophobic yes. friend. Yes, <laughs> is, is it was it the eighties. The, the same yeah. actor that oh, wow. uh, he was on Sopranos uh, for a while in the latter season. Wait, oh, yeah. the, the character was homophobic, or the the guy? In the, the squirrel person. Yeah, 
No, I no. I need to know. Like, was he homophobic on the show, or did the guy hate Neil Patrick Harris? Like, uh, the that... guy confides in Neil Patrick Harris that he's afraid of homosexuals, and it's this weird, awesome, looping irony that I love so much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I think like uh, the character is getting a roommate or something uh, okay. that is like. Mm. Gay and he's like, dude, what, what if, if he tries to suck my nails? <laughs> <laughs> Can you get that out, Doctor Doogie? I just know he's gonna finger my balls. How does this even work? I was just worried that the guy who plays Daxter doesn't like Neil Patrick Harris. No, in reality, no, that, sure would, that would break my heart. That would break my heart. Just... <laughs> but uh, yeah, so in in the very first game, Daxter was kind of he's almost your primary weapon, like. Uh, Jack, it, it, it's a it's a very lighthearted uh, sort of fantasy tinged platformer where you're hopping on monsters and beating them up with like big fists, and then you can do like these spin attacks where you swing Daxter around and uh, slap him into foes. Uh, in the sequel, things took a slightly different oh, yes. turn. Ding ding! Third floor, body chains, roach food, torture devices. Hey, buddy, you seen any heroes around here? Wow! What'd they do to you? Jack, it's me, Daxter. That's a fine hello. I've been crawling around in this place, risking my tail, literally, to save you. I've been looking for you for two years. Say something, just this once. I'm going to kill Praxis. <laughs> <laughs> This is the extreme. Wow. First words he ever says. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot how quickly they deviated. Like this. Yeah. So, so this this is such a weird turn for this series. That yeah. like yeah, it's sort of Crash Bandicooty, mm-hmm. and then all we're like sequel comes around. Like Take we it seriously. Yeah. We well not so much, mm-hmm. but like we ejected you know into the them into their own far future, and. GTA 3 is really popular right now. So now Jack, the formerly lighthearted platformer, mm-hmm. is an open world GTA clone yeah. where you can steal hover cars mm-hmm. and uh, fly them around a quasi futuristic city. I like city. to say that they uh, Prince of Persia warrior within Jack. So, mm-hmm. Sort like, of. If Prince of Persia was dying to be a fucking kart racer, which apparently <laughs> that was the that was the evolution of the Jack and Daxter yeah, series. Yeah. Fucking, fucking. We like just so we we streamed ukulele today, and for like the generation. A, like a little younger than us, that was their introduction to 3D platforming. Jack yeah. and Daxter, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh, like, wow. and I was just sort of shocked by like, yeah, but in two they kind of like threw that away anyway, mm-hmm. and, and went th- went for a different well, genre. The thing is, like, people really, I think a lot of people are eager to write off two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really liked it at the time, partly because I was at the right point uh, in my life to be impressed by that, mm-hmm. and also partly because like it's Naughty Dog. It's still a mm-hmm. really good game. Okay, mm-hmm. yes. That uh, Jack now like has four different guns that are his primary attacks, and uh, he now turns into a weird, pale-skinned like werewolf vampire <laughs> version of himself, mm. like charged <laughs> with dark eco that like but, wails on everything. But Daxter's still hanging around with him. Daxter mm. always hangs. He around wasn't with him. in the title, right? It was just Jack. No, two. Jack. Yeah, it was just Jack two. The precursor yeah, legacy, two. or was that the first one I subtitle? Can't even remember, I remember, but that was but, the first one. The precursor legacy. Boy, was, was okay. one. Jack, and it just became Jack two or Jack three. I thought Jack yeah. three was the start of that. Jack two and Jack three, mm. and then uh, was it Jack? What was the cart racer oh, called? X. 
Jack, Jack X. X Combat Racing. Yeah. Yes, that's why you're here. And Chris. then Jack and Daxter, uh, The Lost Frontier. Is that the say? PSP? Excuse yeah. me. Was, yeah. Wasn't there just Daxter? Yeah, that's Daxter, yeah. Like two, Daxter was two on PSP? PSP. One yeah. or two PSP. And the, the PS, the second PSP one also came to PS2 at the same time. Okay, okay. Uh, and, and it was like focused around flight, and was like, man, this but is. But I legit love the character of Daxter. But yeah. I think I, Max he's, Casella. You, I remember on a talk radio, you told me his name, Max Casella. Yes, you did. But he's. It's one of the best. Video game character slash voice performances I can think of. Mm-hmm. That's been that was great from the beginning, and yeah. I played a ton of Daxter on PSP for whatever reason. Is that, that a launch game? Not to deviate too much from Jack talk, but I, I love it. I, I love in sitcoms from like the '80s when like two best friends they start out the show as kids, and then mm-hmm. one goes through puberty way longer. And that that's exactly what happened to that Max Casella guy. Like he was. Still, he was prepubescent like two or three years after Neil Patrick Harris had like grown <laughs> like foot. Yeah, Sporting it's like Screech, like when he lagged behind everyone else on Saved by the Bell, and it was awkward. <laughs> and he shot back with a vengeance. Yes, <laughs> Daxter. I think that was Ready at Dawn, which is the same mm-hmm. developer as uh, God, of, God War, of War: Chains of Olympus. Yeah, and yeah, it was, it was really good. Like it was one of the few titles that I keep hearing people say, like, "Oh, if you yeah. buy a PSP, you need to it's play Daxter." One of the if I. I one, I keep threatening to do a Lost on PSP mm. article because these can all be ported to other yeah. places at yeah. this point, and that's one of them. Daxter, dude. Daxter's Why good. does Sony hate its backlog so much? <sighs> well, I, I, I've always... It's got a lot of it, to be fair. Yeah, yeah and, and Sony's always been that kind of company. Oh, one success? We're going to make one every eight months until no one ever wants to see it again. <laughs> and I think that's where Jack is. I miss Chipmoto. <laughs> no, did Jack also launch... A, was Ratchet and Clank about the same time as Jack? Yes. Is that why that maybe in the second yeah, one Ratchet they were like Clank bang bang and Sly Cooper? They were kind of these That's three right, the similar platformers that were all out around the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I have like Jack Three. I thought was really interesting because it was still, if I remember right, open world. But it kind of ditched the GTA clone thing mm-hmm. for like now it's it's more like a Mad Max thing where you're like Jack is cast out into the desert and has to survive and like join a tribe of. Uh, junkers or something and drive around in a dune buggy and I have a clip from that. Daxter, don't thank me. I'm only here because you wouldn't last a second without me. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) You almost never play as Jack without Daxter. It just isn't right. No. No. But, I mean, as long as we're talking about these two, we might as well talk about... Number three. Oh, and by the way, you can stop calling me sir. The name's Ratchet. Pleased to make your acquaintance, sir. You got a name? My serial number is V54296. Oops. I'll just call you Clank for short. Look forward to my movie in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to watch it. <laughs> it's a bummer. But the game's pretty good. I, the, the games don't seem to strive to do a lot, but they're solid. Really? I mean, they're all the fucking same. I yeah. mean, yeah, kind of. They, they do evolve a lot. Uh it, but I mean, but this, the characters are awesome. Yeah, the characters are awesome, and like this—the big selling point of Ratchet and Clank, mm-hmm. which is easy to forget now, weapons. but was huge. Yeah, the weapons mm-hmm. were huge. Like they'd, they'd introduce like a bunch of new weapons in every game, mm-hmm. and they were all upgradable. Like they'd, they'd have like three stages that you could unlock, and they included weird things like uh, disco balls that you throw out and makes everything dance, or like rays that turn things into sheep and chicken, and uh, yeah, it was just—it was like. You could wield this 
awesome destructive power in these really well-designed platforming levels. And uh, even even then, I still felt a little more comfortable with like the brawler uh, mm. classic platformer approach of like I'm just going to use Ratchet's wrench <laughs> to smash absolutely yes. everything and constantly collect these Lego pieces huge flying to me clouds of bolts that <laughs> erupt whenever you hit anything. Yes. Yeah, it's a lot mm. like Lego. Mm. Oh man. Uh, but Clank um, is a little robot, mm-hmm. for those who don't know for some reason, who sits on yeah. Ratchet's back. Fucking Ratchet. regal-ass robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's uh, very very refined and educated. and uh, He, he uh, is, is Ratchet's backpack for, like, 99% of the game. Fuck, uh, that's right. Pops out with little, like, Inspector Gadget-style uh, helicopter rotors mm-hmm. to give you a double jump. A lot of these mascots are there to give you a double jump, yes. I noticed. Yes, they are. Uh, a lot of the sidekicks. Um, and does various other useful features, including getting really big and smashing things. That was really close to just a Hanna Barbera. Yeah, yeah. sound dump. Uh, <laughs> I, I like that they they was like you were talking about seventies mm-hmm. music. They yeah. kind of always had like a really funky soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. And it was sort of continuing in that, like, rare mode of, like, everything is, like, a PG-13 allusion to an yeah. R-rated joke. Yes. Like, Every go in commando. Yeah. Up your up arsenal. arsenal. <laughs> if you live in England, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if, you're, if you live in England, those weren't the titles. <laughs> I think really? it was just Ratchet and Clank 2, Ratchet and Clank 3. Oh, wow. We, we definitely need our fucking underwear pun. <laughs> but yeah, wasn't yeah. Uh, Ratchet and Clank was one of the few... Uh, when they went to Japan, they curbified yes. it, right? They, they changed the <laughs> yeah, facial they, expressions. They, well, they gave Ratchet huge eyebrows. Really? For some reason. And I th- remember, I think it was for Ratchet and Clank Future, they were talking about, like, yeah, we added that in as, like, a, a secret extra. You can unlock Ratchet's huge eyebrows from the Japanese version. Japanese love their eyebrows, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this, yeah, this went on, like, for a really long time, like... Uh, four games on PS2, including the somewhat disappointing Deadlocked, which mm-hmm. didn't have Clank, and so clearly and you, you need a no mascot. Genital puns, so <laughs> yeah. what's going on there? You, you need a mascot riding on another mascot to make the series I remember good. Thinking they were going to spin, like Clank's not here because he'll have his own PSP game, like yep. Dexter, yes. and that never came to fruition. No, it did. It, it, it did. Secret, yeah, Agent yeah. Secret Agent Clank. Oh, duh. But it was it was supposed to be like. The, the conceit of it was that in the series that Clank got really popular and famous and nobody cared about Ratchet, which was eventually, like, it had a, made a rift between the two. Yeah. They were which I should be popular. upset about that not being a general thing, but yeah. if you the acronym is SAC. So that's, that's acceptable. Uh, it's okay. That's true. It. And it, it, was a, it was a game <laughs> based Sack. on the TV show that Clank had, Secret Agent what? Clank. There was... Okay. In in, in, in the game, game in world, game, I think yeah. Clank yes. got so popular he had a TV show. There were not himself. enough networks, even at that point, for <laughs> yeah. Clank to have his own. <laughs> not even Netflix show. would want that. <laughs> no. They want anything. Oh, and and yeah, like there's a bunch of stuff within the the series that like just went over my head. Like there's a a, a hoverboarder named Skid McMarks. Like, oh, I never picked up ah! on skid marks? Really? <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, good. Poopy underwear. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> but there were, there were, like, I swear to God, if I had to, Ratchet and Clank would be a series I'd fight for its existence, even though I don't love it. It's, the it the reboot, happened. if you played it, the one that's tied in with the movie, so is really good. Yeah. I think it's one of the best-looking 3D platformers I've seen ever. Mm-hmm. And oh, uh, yeah. it apparently looks really good on a PS4 Pro and 4K, for hey. those of you who have that. No, well, it might be about that time. Holy <laughs> shit, my PS4 not doing well. I've always, my, my friends and I have always said, like, the Ratchet and Clank games are, every time we finish them, did you like it? Like yeah, like we enjoyed it. Like I didn't hate going through it and uh, like finding as many of the collectibles I had didn't feel needless. It mm-hmm. felt like I was actually earning something. Yeah. But I feel like one of these every three or four years is all I need. Yeah. Like I don't need them on mass yeah. every year. Like I, they I, were well, trying to get them to do. That's the other thing that like they were they were really fun. Like I mm-hmm. remember really enjoying them at the time. They're not really the kind of game that sticks with you. Yep. No. I think for a long and period I think of time. Your like, play experience I, are usually indistinguishable. Which one if, did you If you enjoy? ask me like what was the plot of each game just in twenty words or less, I could not summarize Clark. Uh, yeah, he was there yeah. and, <laughs> and then the, betrayal and there was the one where they teamed up with Quark and Nefarious and there were four players. Oh and, yeah, there's that one. And then there's the one that mixes in tower defense. Mm. <laughs> I I was gone by that point. I think. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Uh. Anyway. <laughs> Number two. Oh. Damn. And that adorable voice belongs to who, Chris? Lost. <laughs> yep. Uh, and it's weird that that he's Yoshi's had like what three four games now, but. Only mm-hmm. one with a permanent rider. And that rider sounds like this. <laughs> Baby Mario, you're Jesus the worst. Christ. <laughs> Jesus well, Christ. If it makes you feel better, they brought three more of them for the DS remake, right? They brought Peach, Luigi, and... Uh, they did, but, it, one but more? it wasn't always part of the gameplay, was it? Did, were they on your back the whole time? Uh, I can't quite remember. I played a ton of Yoshi's story, by the yeah. way. I'm, I'm that guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, Yoshi kind of debuted as like... Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm the sidekick, but Mario rides on my back yep. in Super Mario World, and just and like now, Diddy, I'm trapped. In, I'm encased inside this little thing that you have to find me in. One uh. of the billions of ways I love to illustrate how the world has changed is if Nintendo introduced Yoshi now the same way they did back then, everybody would be so mad all the time. <laughs> okay. at, like it's a cute dinosaur sidekick, and at the, in 1991, all of us said. Fuck yeah, more. <laughs> he, he's officially Mario. That's that's Yoshi. We we've accepted him immediately. Please give us more. Yeah. Whereas now, like, man, can you imagine like the feedback? Like they introduced a Yoshi s character. This character that lays eggs yeah. is such a Mary Sue. Yeah, exactly. There'd be like <laughs> a feminist agenda. Articles. I liked it better when the world was just Waluigi and no one. Yeah. <laughs> and then they had to gender identify Yoshi and Birdo. Like, come on, Nintendo. Come on. They didn't ask for that. Yeah. Yoshi's the boy, but they both lay eggs? What yeah. kind of non-traditional family bullshit is this? <laughs> one has a versatile butt, one has a versatile mouth. It's a natural fit. That's, a, that's how they space talk together. Now we know. But I will I will take another Yoshi over any more Toads. Like, I just feel like there's too many Toads. Uh, toads are really annoying, but man, that Captain Toad game is real good. I liked what I played of it in um, Mario 3D uh, World. 3D World. Yeah, yeah, Bam, World, 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 World. It. I loved those bits of yeah. it, but I didn't want a full game. Oh. I, I did, but we, that's personal. For anyone likes what just like we, we make fun of the old cartoons of Mario and Sonic because all oh, these annoying characters. Mm-hmm. Whereas 
that's when they decided to give Toad a voice. Right. And he still sounds like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. It's awful. Sorry, Yoshi. It's about Yoshi's. <laughs> uh, Yoshi's <laughs> infinitely better than Toad because, yes. unlike Toad, Yoshi can turn into a car. Hear the mode set. Very similar sound. He can also turn into a helicopter yep. and a car. But mm-hmm. yeah, like Yoshi's. Uh, what was it called? Like Yoshi's Island. Yes. yes. I was blanking Super on it. Super Mario World 2, two which you. I would like to throw into a burner and Hank will yeah. be mad at me. What? Well, he, he, lo- he loves the game. I'm just like, this is not Mario World 2. Yeah. It should have been. Well, I think that was Super Mario World Origins yeah. or Zero. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. <laughs> or even Revelations. As a kid, <laughs> even as a kid, I was like, why is this the sequel when there's a baby Mario? And, yeah. like, it, I didn't follow it, canon and yeah. I don't the now. But... completely. It, 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 now, having heard Hank's defense of it, it is a beautiful feat of weird design. Oh, and yeah. Awesome. Unto itself, I hate acknowledging it as like Mario World 2 or Mario 5. Right. Uh, that's super irritating to me, but it's it's great. Oh, I mean, it's an amazing Super game. Mario Brothers 2 yeah. is a pretty big departure, too. So. Is it, that's true. Yeah, I but think, it didn't star a different fucking character yeah. who ran at a different speed. Well, I only played a, bu- a bunch of different versions of that yeah. same character. <laughs> but it, like, this is like the only 2D game that I know of that is powered by the F- Super FX chip. Yeah. I can't be yeah. emulated properly. Yeah, like, yeah, they remade it completely for DS. Yeah, but you can't get it on like Virtual Console or yeah. anything. If, oh, really? Uh, it's a really good game. Correctly. Yeah, because huh. it's uh, for some reason a, th- a new 3DS and Wii U cannot properly run this game. What is <laughs> this going on? Twenty-year-old fucking gem. Yes. It is literally one of the best games ever made. Yep. But Nintendo's like, ah, we, we don't, don't know, know what they did. Maybe they'll put it out. Touch for fuzzy, get dizzy. It's too complicated. Oh, fuck me. I did, <laughs> I did, but yeah, this game is. There's so much to love about it, and guess what? Because of Nintendo, you have to play it for free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so go for it. Yeah, so for everything it. about it. Soundtrack. Yeah. The whiny baby is the only negative thing, and it's. I love it. Please, would, yeah, just you, keep it going. I, I played it again recently, <laughs> no. and like I was capturing video for a while ago for a video Michael and I worked on about uh, kids in yeah, peril. Kids in peril. Yeah, and based on the top five. And it was just one of uh, this fine podcast. A rare situation. Where I like, I'm capturing video and I'm done and I can't stop. It's <laughs> still fun, yeah. still really good. Then yeah. we try to take the controller away from you and you cry like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well that just leaves. And in the end, there can only be. Uh, can we go back to the Mario crying noise, please? <laughs> yes, it's way more tolerable. <laughs> Uh, there you thank go. You. Uh, so Banjo Kazooie, which was, is I think invented the trend of a mascot riding on another mascot, and to the point where they are two entities that share a name, Banjo Kazooie. Mm-hmm. It's what ukulele is referencing. Yeah, completely. yeah, clearly. Uh, but but just a nonsense word yeah. that's fun to say if you're a kid. Uh, that that's, uh, that. It, means two characters yeah. who have to work together in conjunction. So, yeah. Banjo's a bear, Kazooie is a bird. Uh-huh. A bird of some sorts. Uh-huh. Yeah, like uh-huh. a big red bird. And mm-hmm. this is the only case where the two 
uh, characters are kind. They kind of have a symbiotic relationship that you could actually imagine. Like, oh yeah, that bird just bites like the gnats off, like the bear. Yeah, yeah. Like, thinking mm-hmm. it's something you'd see like in a nature documentary, and gives the bear a valuable double jump. Like <laughs> in reality, the bear has to cross big chasms. In reality, a baby should never be hanging out with a dinosaur. The dinosaur would eat that baby immediately. Yes, yes, yes. There True. is there is a whole animated song thing about that. If where, I'm where jacking birds, him, yeah. birds and bears are natural yeah. friends. If I'm jacking them out in the wasteland with Daxter, I'm going to cook that fucking little thing up and, and eat it. I don't care about double jumping. I've got a belly to fill. I've been in jail for two years. This thing's dying and it is becoming my food. I'm Jack. I'm going to kill everything. Jack 2. So there there were two Banjo-Kazooie games on N64 and the series went dormant for about 10 years and then came back with a lavish presentation. Once upon a time, there lived a heroic bear called Banjo, a rather loud bird called Kazooie, and an unpleasant witch called Gruntilda. When Banjo's sister was kidnapped, the bear and bird rescued her from the depths of the witch's lair, overcoming many perils and speech impediments to send Gruntilda tumbling to her doom. I just wanted to get the speech impediments. It's horrible how much they care about their own lore. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Well, but to the point, like, everything in the beginning, Banjo-Kazooie nuts and bolts Mm -hmm. was rare making fun of itself and its old game design to the point where... uh, when when the game begins, uh, Banjo and Kazooie are both very fat and just sit there playing uh, Xbox 360 games. Yeah. And uh, when you run around, uh, Banjo stops to pant, and it sounds like this. Even as we even as panting has his weird vocalizations. I don't know. Oh, all the the rare voice work in. I'm calling it punditry. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work, but this punny horse shit. Hmm. Like these elongated sequences of unnecessary words to make a shitty fucking pun, and no <laughs> one ever told them to stop. And we yell about them now, but like, it, it was praised in, in this and in Conquers. It was unlike anything else at the time. It hadn't it been done to death so yet. So much. We were, we were so used to like these tightly controlled Japanese fantasies. Yeah, I guess. That had minimal dialogue, so it was it was a breath of fresh air at the time. There's cold in my poop. <laughs> <laughs> but Dave, you're kind of the pun master uh-huh. of the Laser Time yeah. Network. Yes. So how do you feel about them trashing on the legacy of uh, Banjo Kazooie? See, I don't know Banjo Kazooie well enough to like judge their puns because yeah, you're only hearing all this boo and I never got to really like just only doing the stream of ukulele. Like, oh, there are some good puns in here. Yeah, like which trouser are, snake, which are technically bad, but it's just like <laughs> Every, I like you could good. cut cut half of these puns because yeah. just tell me what to do. Throw one pun in there. Don't do like two lines, two or three lines of puns before you tell me the new mechanic I'm learning. Like that's annoying. You get, you, here's here's my the puns weird. have to serve the game, not the game serving the puns. Yeah. Here's my weird hot take. We did VGA two hundred. And was Mario 64 number one? Like, just yeah. inarguable number one? I don't mm-hmm. think so, no. Was you don't think so? I no, think it was number pretty one. Pretty sure it was. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was number one. And, hmm. and that, that was very we, drunk. Did we rank them? Yeah, yeah, we did in the separate uh, oh, picture. Yeah, that yeah, game yeah, yeah, yeah. was the first of its genre. Yeah. I mm-hmm. could, I think, maybe sort of argue the case that Banjo-Kazooie is the apex of the 3D platform. Damn. Well, it definitely introduced like a bigger collectathon that's, mentality. That's where I don't like it. And it's, so it's, what did what did you collect? That's Donkey Kong 64. Mm. You collected Jingies, a... puzzle pieces, yeah. feathers. Mm-hmm. Well, eggs. same developer, that's rare. Oh, uh, but uh, yeah, collecting jiggies. Oh! 
smoothly <laughs> with that great unnecessary sound. Mm-hmm. And uh, they made fun of that again in the beginning of Nuts and Bolts. So it's like the, the, this game master creature appears and is like, all right, I'm going to put you guys in a competition against your old nemesis, Gruntilda. Uh, let's start with just a uh, pointless collectathon. Go. And the screen just fills up with fucking jiggies. <laughs> funny yeah after about 10 seconds of this he gets tired of it and is like ah, okay new game yeah uh let's and and then nuts and bolts is actually pretty creative in that you're like you're building these vehicles no. and then using them to do certain objectives I so i hated it so much really i just wanted an unrestricted like because i swear you can go back and play banjo kazooie it's a really good yeah. 3d platform you can play all three of these games on rare replay yeah on rare replay for fucking nothing but mm-hmm. banjo kazooie one it's like it's a incredibly interesting big hub world that you can immediately access bigger better <laughs> levels and you, you're just you, the level loads like I can see three objectives right now <laughs> uh, which one do I want to tackle first mm-hmm. and again ukulele fucking lacks that mm-hmm. and it's too mm-hmm. big uh, and it, but Banjo-Kazooie still to me seems like the most refined mm-hmm. 3D platformer Here, here's a hot take I have on Banjo-Kazooie mm-hmm. Banjo-Kazooie is a millennial because mm-hmm. he's got to collect all these different things has his hand in so many different pots does he know what figures, he wants to do I got it Mario's baby boomer he's all about that money all he's collecting mm-hmm. is coins and stars and cars uh, nope <laughs> no, no. It's, it's just the coins blue, red, and gold that's all he wants man it's funny you bring up millennials because whenever I hear millennials tick off like scariest moments in video games I always hear about this. Chris, did you just burp in the mic? No. <laughs> That's Clanker the Big Metal Shark. Yeah. Who, who is, he's, he's a surprise. Like, mm-hmm. you're just swimming around, and you, like, you come out of a tunnel, and there's, like, gigantic screen-filling metal jaws on the other side, and it just says, like, hey, I'm really unhappy with all this dirty water, and you just have to assume it's not going to attack you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have to collect eight of its teeth. Yeah. <laughs> of course you have to collect something. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? But I swear, the, the, the collect-a-thon shit, like, that's Donkey Kong 64, a game I had a ton of fun with, but, like, mm. I can't fuck. Who did you make this for? Like, people <laughs> who love Banjo-Kazooie? No, I, I, again, I think when we, we would talk about it at GR, that, like, here's a great game with a great plot and great characters and great pacing. There are also 3,000 things hidden in each level <laughs> because... That we're accommodating the child who will not have another game for six months, who will wander around this 3D mm-hmm. environment and look for all this stuff. We're yeah. like, I'm not that well, person. You also have to consider if you owned an N64 you in the 90s, no and yeah. you literally yeah. could only get a game every six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that that'll happen with the Switch. Still <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, waiting for game number two. Boy, but hey, Breath of the Wild is. Fucking glorious! It's, it's amazing. I feel like it's starting true. over. If yeah. you think you're done with Breath of the Wild, I'm you're not. not. No, yeah. there's, no, there's always no something way. else to do. There's yeah. 900 Korok seeds, and mm-hmm. unlike say Horizon Zero Dawn, the game will not tell you if you've hundred percented it or not. And yeah, do you really do you really want to get 900 Korok seeds nope. just nope. to get nope. the Golden nope. Poop Award? Golden shit. <laughs> And I've, I remember, like, someone was sending that around, like, you get 900 Korok seeds, and it's going to unlock something in the DLC. How do you know that? Like, yeah, who, what, what's the base? Like, that's can literally I, one of those, like, schoolyard yes, Yeah, can uh, I rumors. also unlock it by buying an $80 yeah. Amiibo? <laughs> Probably. But, but Probably. just like an $80 Amiibo, they, they can't overly reward 0.4.0% yeah. of the I've audience. Actually, I've already collected all those seeds you revive Eris. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep trying. 
Nice. Yes, you, un- yes, you get a new <laughs> F-Zero. <laughs> well, on that note, yeah. we should take a break. Let's talk about ukulele. Kid. Yeah, when we come back, we will talk about ukulele and Mr. Shifty and some other games, so stay tuned. Hey, let me see those teeth of yours. Come on, man, your teeth are important. You don't have to show me your teeth for real. In fact, please don't. Instead, let me just tell you that this episode is brought to you by Quip. And you listeners can go to tryquip.com slash laser time and save 10 bucks on refills for these simple, elegant electric toothbrushes with these awesome replacement brush heads that get delivered to you every three months. Lots of marketing dollars are spent to sell you gimmicks, but the team behind Quip have sought out guidance and advice from oral care professionals so their brushes, from handle design to the vibrations of the brush heads, focus on health over hype. And Quip's got style. They offer metal or plastic handles, easy-to-use wall-mounted holsters, a travel case, and more. Plus, you can rest easy knowing that your worn-out bristles will be replaced on time every three months and never have to think about it. Electric brush sets start at 25 bucks with refill plans beginning at 5 bucks. But once again, you can save $10 right now by going to tryquip.com slash laser time and giving Quip a shot for yourself. Once again, that's tryquip.com slash laser time. Thank you, Quip. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on patreon.com slash laser time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. The first clip here is an episode of Golden Girls. Uh, comes back from break, and mm-hmm. it's just, it's Estelle Getty sitting on the couch watching TV, and this was just funny, like, the terminology she uses here. I'm like, you call that wrestling, you pansy? If you can't take a crutch slam like a man, get out of the business. <laughs> Damn. Just get yeah. out of the business is such a like modern <laughs> phrase, yeah. and a, like that she knows it's all fake and is just like this guy sucks. Yeah. Know, the just, dirt sheets were wrong. Yes, it's like it, terrible. And it just his hard. work rate is bad. Yes, like that she's judging it on this meta level of like oh this specific wrestling joke, and it's just like an when in he turned and out. face no pop no pop at all. <laughs> get bonus time, Laser Times weekly, full length, uncensored, and ad free Patreon exclusive podcasts, as well as full length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. And welcome back to our scintillating second segment where we will just jump right into talking about the. Affect Andromeda eyeball pack. <laughs> they now don't look stupid anymore. Um, uh, well, there, there are uh, at least one or two games to talk about before we get to the big one this week. Uh, Mr. Shifty is coming to uh, Steam and Shifty Switch. Full disclosure, I, I got like a bunch of uh, 
PR emails from mm. this company, the developers of Mr. Shifty, for a while. And like every time it would show up in my inbox, my I just like automatically read it as Mr. Shitty, <laughs> which is totally unfair because it's actually really good. Mm-hmm. I I played a bunch of it last night, and it's like they describe it as Hotline Miami meets Nightcrawlers and Nightcrawler the X Men, not the Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Oh, yeah. Imagine Hotline Miami mm-hmm. that looks better, uses like top-down 3D graphics, mm-hmm. very pretty, and uh, you can teleport at will up to five times in quick succession, and then your meter has to recharge. Mm-hmm. But so you're you're going around like here's a room full of thugs. I'm gonna teleport uh, through this wall and beat up this guy, and then this other guy's gonna turn around and point his gun at me. I'm gonna teleport away. He's gonna shoot his friend that was standing behind me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like lots of little puzzles like that where like okay I'm walking in like there's a a ring of guards over here for some reason that are all like facing each other I'm gonna teleport in the middle of them they're all gonna shoot each other as I teleport away uh, mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of fun it's like again Hotline Miami with an additional oh, yeah, puzzle yeah. aspect uh, and you, superpowers you can still die really fast like you get shot or punched by a suitably big enemy once and yeah so and you, you're you're trying to infiltrate a corporation's headquarters and steal a what is it a super plutonium or something from uh, this guy who's just named Chairman Stone Chairman Stone <laughs> Chip don't bring up Chairman Stone. Steve. I can't handle it right now. It's so close too, to Chairman Steve. Too busy laughing at Bimmy shit. I worked out of inside jokes after this. I can't run to the ground. So yeah, um, they they gave me a free Steam code, and so I feel wow. obligated to tell you I really enjoyed this. And uh, compared to some of the other games that came out this week, I, like this one was actually hard for me to stop playing. It's on Switch, which yeah, I'm tempted to get because I want another Switch game. We we need more Switch <laughs> games, that, people. Bring more games to news? Switch. I, I meant to reread an mm. article about that. Well, we'll talk about it. In a bit. Nah. Uh, uh, also. The Sexy Brutale, or Brutale, which I just... The the title is so good that I have to bring it up, but it's like a murder mystery adventure where, like, everyone has big heads and it's set during a masquerade ball. So, uh, it looks like fun. It's on Steam. So, like, NBA Jam mixed with Sherlock Holmes? Sure. Sure. Head mode? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, why not? It's also on PS4 and Xbox One. Hmm. Uh, And, of course, Ukulele. (laughs) it's not it's almost not fair i i have gone back and forth between loving this and hating this game so i literally like went into this room twice in the course of 15 minutes and like the first time you're like hey i'm turning around on this and then i come back in and you're like fuck this this game game sucks (laughs) it uh Man, I mean, it very much is an attempt to recapture the Banjo Kazooie era of N sixty four platformers. It yeah, looks really pretty. So was, here's my here's my big where my big problem. Go ahead. Dave. I mean, I, what I, were I I'd never played the Banjo Kazooie games, but were they this obtuse where it's like I don't know how to solve no. this thing? There's no, no. indication. Even what I have when to there use. were, there were goals littered everywhere for you to accomplish, yeah. not things that were deliberately kept from you. Yeah. And so my biggest pet peeve. That's a terrible way to put this, but bear with me is in the game, the first world, one of five, not 11, not 10, which is normally what you get for mm. games that you know come out in mm-hmm. a year. Uh, it was the first level you see Shovel Knight. And Shovel Knight is a great example of a crowdfunded game mm-hmm. that was trying to uh, reapproximate a certain genre that's no longer addressed. Mm-hmm. And... and, and, and adding some modern aspects to it and making it fucking palatable for 
retro gamers and new gamers. Yeah. And he's in the game to remind you that this game doesn't do that. <laughs> and like to me, like there's no you don't have lives in ukulele. So at least when I unfairly fall off mm. the side of an environment because I can't control the camera, I'm not I just have to go backwards and uh there's been some autosave involved. So boom, mm. bit of moder- modernity. But it's just like there's so many jokes about like I'm talking too much. I know I'm talking too much. Wouldn't you like to know what you're supposed to do next? I'm talking too much. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is this you're self aware enough? Not rare, platonic. Mm-hmm. But is this joke on you or me? For, right. For like, who, who are you winking at? Who are you winking at? Like, I can't believe you're still playing this. <laughs> I can't believe you're still talking this inanimate creature who will not tell you what you absolutely need to do to finish. And is talking in obtuse fucking, oh, how do I be ugly American? But like horrendous Brito. Uh, um, I'm in quite a pot of bother. Like, get the, <laughs> God damn it. Like, none of this needed to be here at all. And oh, you've not done this yet. <laughs> this sucks. Oh, wait, I think I have a clip. You and me are the only ones laughing at this awesome. That's one of the greatest videos on the internet. Dog of wisdom. Dog of wisdom. And that's that's what I cannot believe how much how funny they think it is to make everything talk Uh, and elongate the process. Everything has googly eyes on it. You know this this gag where like everything speaks in Mm. you know the same. Mm. It's it's kind of funny. Uh, I do wish I could just. You know, uh, hammer the button and like advance the text and manually. You, you but you do, and you realize you've missed out on a yeah. vital clue and where to yeah. go. And there's nowhere to look that up, or there's no there's no map. Uh, but then it's inconsistent. Sometimes it lets you do that. Sometimes it makes you wait while the text just fills in while the characters it, talk. It sucks. When I play Shovel Knight, I'm like, holy shit, this genre rules. And there should be more games like that. I do not feel that way after playing Ukulele. And like, I I do feel like if you kickstarted the game, they did deliver on what they set out to offer but they what they didn't do is justify that genre's existence in modern game mm. gaming <clears throat> and that sucks because i thought it would do that i thought it would like make people excited to make this kind of game again but it sucks it sucks <laughs> there's too much about it that sucks and this and, and it's beautiful it's a beautiful game it's getting like i someone in our twitch chat said mm. like it's been getting on metacritic from two to nine so it's like yeah. it depending on like what you liked about the original Banjo-Kazooie games, what you want in a modern game like this, it's like, so you, you either love it or hate it. We it's streamed, like if you want to watch hard. a bunch of out-of-touch people stream like, well, people like Minecraft, and that doesn't give you any direction, so <laughs> are they going to like this? And like, I don't know, I don't know why people like Minecraft, oh god. Like, Does that say anything mean when want to get And it, it, it was, it, it, I, I don't, I'm not anti-Minecraft, it was just more that like, I want young players to discover this type of game so we get more of them, and I just feel like, Platonic dropped the ball like in a big way. You want more open world platformies, a la Mario sixty four, Banjo yes. Kazooie, and yes. Tui. Yes, yes. Just not with this template in the but sense of just so much to do with no direction. We were yelling about Donkey Kong sixty four, which is like the apex of that. I, I don't even know how to put it because, like, I feel like having Nintendo breathing down Rare's neck mm-hmm. helped them make better games, probably. But yeah. it also like they did seem to have carte blanche to be. Silly, we're gonna have a dumb character talk for four fucking minutes about nothing. And, yeah, and because like we like, yeah, it'll make sense in English. Don't ask me too much, Miyamoto. <laughs> and like, 
like they got they got away with that and shit like Conkers I think is is where they started that stuff because that mm. was all about being irreverent and silly and yeah. writing jokes for characters but it's really fucking obnoxious oh and it happens all the fucking time and I was astonished by like we open up this world and like I can see the puzzle here I can't engage with it because I'm mm. not given the ability <laughs> and I remember in Banjo Kazooie you unlock certain abilities later on. But it doesn't really tell you how. And like I like we streamed Mario Sunshine recently, mm -hmm. right? And I wasn't fucking around about that. You you start out in the level and you see like I can clearly see there's a mud based objective over there, there's a doorway mm -hmm. that brings me into a big boss, and there's this mountaintop where there's surely going to be an encounter. Mm -hmm. This had none of that. And if you went through the door, you got nothing. You went to the top of the mountain, you got nothing. Mm -hmm. Uh it, like what am I supposed to fucking do? Well, I will say this, you're completely wrong because uh <laughs> this game uh, has a villain that is an industrialist named Capital B, <laughs> and I think more games need to uh, blatantly embrace a socialist agenda. <laughs> I, I, but I'm, I'm with the characterization. I love the design. I love the way it looks. But it it seems like you know, without Nintendo cracking a whip behind you, you, you delivered kind of half a game, and there's a lot of measures to keep me from discovering a lot of it very early. And I didn't know it's like quills. If you kickstart it, you're playing it. Hmm. Collect quills because if you don't run around everywhere collecting these meaningless items, meaningless, you will not unlock vital abilities that allow you to complete missions. So they're not so meaningless, huh? They're not so meaningless. They're, at, they're totally arbitrary. There, that's your better definition. But they unlock abilities. But they're just like scattered in yeah, the world. Yeah, they're scattered and not, in the middle of nowhere. They're meaningless. They're, you, a lot of times they require no skill whatsoever. It's like, oh, it's right over there. <laughs> I have to just slightly walk off my main path. When, like when I when I downloaded Banjo Kazooie again on Xbox Live, it's like, oh shit, I got a puzzle piece. Oh fuck, I got two more puzzle pieces, and I can go back to that level and figure out and, and go tackle that puzzle piece. Did you get that from Ukulele? That like, what the? F where do I go? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Yeah. And I mean, I only played for like thirty minutes, so it was all pretty obvious from the outset. Was it? Yeah, I thought so. I, there's like a to the point where it's terrible like, twenty minute cutscene. Oh, go, go get this uh, unskippable. Go get this book page from the top of this uh, capital Excuse B me, it's statue. Pagey, pagey. Page yes, you didn't get... walk by the page. He's like, hey, I'm going to talk for a really long time, but the moral of the story is. You have to solve a puzzle to get yeah. me, and you can't do that yet. But, like, but I can see how to solve the fucking puzzle right now. And that—that that was my frustration with them, and, and more of like open, seeing a gorgeous, gorgeous, like huge level, and I can't do anything. Yeah. You were—you guys were here to see me. Like, I'm talking to a tentacle lady. Go get me my flabby habby babby. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? What does it look like? And how do I remember yeah. to do How's this? How's it formed? <laughs> right. Like they could have easily just like. Did a quick camera cut yeah, to show yeah. you the platform like, it's on, and then you figure about? out how to get up there. I but have like, no well, idea what you're talking about, where to go or what to do. We need right. about 50 Baffam dads and, and a sourdough jack. And there's other things like that with cryptic clues, and like, man, fuck you. Fuck you. Oh, there's, they just there... announced there's going to be a Rick and Morty DLC where you have to find the Szechuan sauce. Right, so. <laughs> you, you make fun. You, you got to pull the plug. McDonald's is actually considering bringing back Szechuan sauce. Uh, I guess Twitter did but, something right, you guys. There's some really bad missions in this thing. Really bad. I don't know. I, I, I was super disturbed. I was very much looking forward to this game. But 40 bucks, man? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, like, I, don't, I, I didn't like this... I kind of hated it, and I really wanted to love it. 
Not really want to love ukulele. I, from the looks of Metacritic, I'd say you're not alone. Yeah, I was, I was ready to embrace this. I wanted it to be a renaissance, and I'm really, really bummed out they didn't refine things yeah. a little more than they did. Well, everyone knows, everyone knows Metacritic's bias, so I mean, <laughs> Metacritic's <it's, idea. laughs> you know, this aggregate site is clearly being bought off. Mm-hmm. Uh, really. I, I don't want to absolve Metacritic of all its sins because it has. Oh, it's some. not squeaky clean, but I mean, people people harp on Metacritic and but its, it's problems. But it's, it's more about the the un like the fucking disparity of the reviews. There, right. it's harder to get an average because like. I, I could, could go on there right now, never playing ukulele, uh-huh. based just off what you guys have said, and like, all right, that sounds like a five, and they will aggregate that to an extent. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like that—that's not fair. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as like ethics bullshit. Well, that's why they weight certain sites differently. Yeah, but there, there there are certain things like someone's like you know Dan from Giant Bomb struggled forever, and Dan Reichert is an idiot. I'm mm-hmm. just kidding. I really, <laughs> I really love that guy. I and love him right now. There goes the giant bomb. Guy. I love him. I really like that guy. I, that's the only reason I say that. Uh, but he struggled a lot in this boss fight, and it's just because like the fundamental mechanic of this ability doesn't fucking work. Mm-hmm. Where like you turn into a ball to run fast, and you're supposed to jump over things. That actually doesn't work. You have to stop as a moving wheel and then jump. You can't do a running jump. What kind of fucking 3D platformer doesn't allow you to do a running jump? In an N64 era one. It there, there are just too many things. Like it is at, the best thing I can say about it. It is one of the most authentic throwbacks I've ever seen. Man. And I was ready to give that speech like I love Tarantino and I love the artist, mm-hmm. but I don't want every game to be like every movie to be like that. I love a but this is like no, this doesn't justify why this was important and why it should be important. <clears throat> It actually sucks, and they didn't do anything to refine the things that sucked about it 20 years ago. You know who did like this game is uh, Bob McKay. Oh, Slob Mackey? Yeah. I'll call him out right now. Debate him. I thought he was Slob Slacky. I was Slob Slacky. I have $2 on this table right now. Bob, you come here right Right now now and debate debate him. him. I will give $2 to the charity of your choice, which is me. (laughs) I got Big Macs to buy. Uh, Is everybody making fun of me now? I can't tell who we're making. Fun uh, there, honestly, I, I don't either. <laughs> the point is, Bob Mackie sucks, and don't follow him on Twitter at Bob no. Servo or listen to Talking Simpsons no, or Retronauts ever. Simpsons. Especially don't listen to Retronauts on which I am on. Yes, mm-hmm. and don't look at him at his on shit which I am. Either. Yes, uh, we we did the most recent Retronauts, and it, I'm actually like legit pissed. I I fucking gave Retronauts the idea I want to do forever. Mm-hmm. The Zelda fanfare jingle quiz. Huh. Can you guess? What game this treasure opening sound is from? I probably could. Uh, you'd be Brett did not do great. Whoa! Yeah. Like he won, mm-hmm. but like <laughs> but like the idea that like it was even close. Yeah. Because like wow. some of this shit, like you have to be able to tell the hardware. Whatever. We did a fun <laughs> Retronauts thing. Uh, just kidding. Love Bob Mackey. Bob yeah. Sherman on Twitter. Um, Retronauts, they're great. I think I offended him once. Uh, I know you did. I know I did. Okay. Right, what? There Please was, go on. Um, uh, a few months back, I think you'd put up a a group of the Laser Time workers. I think the title was something along all, the gang's almost all here, and like Grim and Mackie. I think Michael mm-hmm. was there, Brett was there, and I had never seen a picture of Bob Mackie because mm-hmm. he's kind of elusive. He doesn't really do too yeah. many selfies from what mm-hmm. I can see. Yeah. 
and he's, uh, he's always behind the bird in whatever yeah. picture he posts. Yeah, like he, and he so. Bob Mackie is a super great dude. He's super intelligent. He knows exactly what he's talking about. And he's a good looking dude. I hate him. Yes, for, like like yes, he is. Your very hair attractive. is amazing. Like mm-hmm. you're not overweight. Like his genetics you, got are a glorious. master's in yeah. is it creative writing or journalism. Bob, what the fuck? Get in, yeah. cam- get in front of camera. Like you're the only person yeah. of the <laughs> entire medium that doesn't look like they're from the island of Doctor Moreau, <laughs> <laughs> and nobody knows what you look. No one knows what you look like. Uh, that's ridiculous. That doesn't because we just posted a video on our account, and I, I had to hold back from yelling at this guy. Like, <laughs> this is the first time I've seen what Chris looks like. We have nine hundred videos, oh. and we post pictures of ourselves on every account, oh, and he's never man. known what I look like until three days ago. Well, maybe he just got like eye surgery. He's seeing the world for the first time. I don't know. Well, it's if, about context. It, if it makes you feel any better, I only recently found out what I look like, and it's because it's I great. saw my reflection in the water dish. <laughs> <laughs> Curse uh, you, water I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> so, uh, that okay, so in the in the picture, like everybody's there, and Bob Mackie's there, and I was like, and I I, I in the laser laser time group, I put the comment like, "Hey, Michael Grimm," because I love Michael Grimm. Michael mm-hmm. Grimm is one of my favorite people, mm-hmm. and Not I was like, I've never seen Bob Mackie before, mm-hmm. and I thought. For whatever reason, just because of sitcoms and TV and everything, when I hear the name Bob Mackie and I hear and and how much of a super nerd that he is, yeah. like he knows like he's fanboy from yeah. Freakazoid, and that's what I picture Bob Mackie as. Yeah. And I oh, said you made a that comment, like uh, I didn't picture. I didn't. I thought like Bob Mackie was like a forty-year-old overweight balding guy. That's disgusting. Again, yeah. great hair. Great sense of and fashion. He's complete opposite. Yeah, and Bob sucks. Mackie was like early twenties. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, like he's Looks so great. pretty. He's so pretty. And he was like, "Wow, thanks, man." <laughs> and I was like, "I'm so sorry. Like you're so pretty. I love you so much." But I, I just I, oh shit. I, I, Bob is really likely to listen. Like like hear this. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, Chris. Chris, are you ready to do your thing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Take my advice. Do as I say. Save a little money for a rainy day. What are you buying? Oh, oh, I bet you're aching to buy something else for your uh, luxurious Nintendo Switch. Guess mm. what? Nothing. But, uh, <laughs> but Just Dance, uh, on a site I didn't mention, Jesus, Chris, uh, is $39.99. Oh, oh God, all Chris. all up. Just Dance um, is great. Yeah. Uh, but $39.99 for a physical copy i believe at amazon or best buy go to one tell me if i'm right um bayonetta surprise steam release oh, yeah. i'm really are you happy about that no i uh, i just heard about it on twitter this morning mm-hmm. but i was like all right but we're never gonna get bayonetta 2 on steam I don't, I don't know if nintendo will ever allow that i think they'll allow it on steam but i don't think you'll ever see it on another console i i hope they allow it on switch in fact i hope that the entire wii u <laughs> decent game library comes to switch so i can just Throw all that out. <laughs> nah. um, I love Bayonetta 1 and 2 so very much. In fact, I think I could argue that Bayonetta 2 is the best Wii U exclusive, period. Uh, it's really good. Better than Xenoblade Chronicles X? I like the Xenoblades for 3DS. Hmm. New 3DS. Uh, That's another 
game mm-hmm. like ukulele mm-hmm. there's so much fucking shit and yeah. little to no direction a lot of the times yeah and you, like some of that stuff you don't even have to do but, but they insist on you but wanting still, to do it it's a goddamn anime srpg with a like check your journal here so you just talk to there is nothing like that in That's ukulele true. and you will talk to like a dozen fucking pigs and yeah. tentacle <laughs> bitches it's awful <laughs> um and again that's in, that's in ukulele the tentacle yeah, bitches do but, not show up in xenoblade chronicles i had a uh, surprise in quotes that like they kind of did an april fool's bayonetta thing that kind of hinted that they would do this but i'm just glad they did and it's for 1999 it's yeah. a goddamn great game uh, a really good triple a game uh Optimized for Steam with a bunch of digital arts shit. $19.99. Titanfall 2 is $24.99 at GameStop. I thought that was Amazon, but I don't care. I'm going to second-guess myself throughout this entire thing. <laughs> Years of War 4 is $27.99 at Newegg. And uh, if you have Best Buy's Gamer Club Union mm. Reward, what is it? Gamer- uh, Gamers Club Gamers Unlocked. Club? Yeah. Unlock. Thank you for throwing that dumb U in there so I can say GCU. Uh, $32 <laughs> for Neo, a, a game I really, mm. really, really like. Oh, nice. It's really good. Uh, and I, yeah. I, I, have, I had a feeling that would fall under the radar and be like the sleeper. <clears throat> the thing we like would give the Too Beautiful to Live award. Any, any um, Japanese AAA games that come out in 2017 uh, are really good so far. Yeah. So it, buy them all. But in early 2017, right before this flood of yeah. like, awesome shit hit us, it's, so it's really good. It's been an insane year. Yeah. But uh, a Samurai Dark Souls game. It's really yeah. fun. Um, 32 bucks with uh, GCU. Other, other than that, I think it's 40 But uh, that also goes for Halo Wars 2 and GTA 5. This is my favorite deal of the week on the Facebook uh, group. People were asking, what's your favorite game controller of the modern era? Hmm. And I had a really tough time because I really like every game controller in the modern of all the modern systems right now. Uh, except my PS4 controller sounds like a leaky pirate hub. <laughs> but the Xbox One is that is a really great controller. Yeah. They're both really, really good. They are. They I- like, I can't really pick a favorite between I those two. I think the Xbox One has my favorite controller. Like, just the fucking grips on the thumbsticks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. Uh, but they're fucking expensive as shit. Yep. Uh, except if you go to Walmart this week, $15 Xbox One controller. Holy it, shit. Whoa. It just looks like legit shit. with an N? 15 Holy oh shit. Oh, my God. That's got to be a pricing error. As of this writing. Stock up. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Buy seven. A, dude, buy, buy at least four. <laughs> Some on eBay. <laughs> They're really good controllers. Uh, in Xbox, speaking of which, Xbox.com has a spring sale for digital games. A bunch of stuff on sale there. Just Cause 3 is 15 bucks. Tales from the Borderlands and Game of Thrones, the full Telltale series, are $6. Whoa! Uh, wow. Metro Redo bundles are also $6. That's a really good price. And last but not least, yes. my PC brothers, I got you. I got you. But if, or Humble Bundle has you. <laughs> um, but for $6, as of this writing, you can get Space Hulk uh, Ascension. Uh, uh, Warhammer 40k. I love the Space Hulks, and I love those characters. Space Hulk is the Thor Ragnarok. No, yes, 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 that's also out this He's week. your friend from work. <laughs> Sins of a Solar Empire, uh, Galactic Civilization 2 Ultimate Edition. That's all for under six dollars. Uh, and if you pay a little more, you'll get Rogue Galaxy and Planet Annihilation Titans. And pay fifteen dollars or more, you'll get all that and Galactic Civilizations 3 and Offworld Trading. Oh. Um, Company. Rogue Galaxy? The Isn't PS2? that the, the level 5 game? Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, um, I was about to be sad. Yeah. Is it Rogue Legacy? Could that's be. a level 5 game. I can't remember. Um, oh, no, Rogue, Rogue Galaxy is like the peop- by the people who made Dragon Quest 8. Yeah, it was like one of the last oh, yeah. places. Better still, games. all yeah. like a bunch of the proceeds for this Humble Bundle go to the Challenger Center for Space uh, Science Education and Direct Relief, one of the world's largest providers of uh, medical relief doctors around the world. Um, 
you know, in America, if you're sitting pretty, but realize the administration would like to gut all the uh, funding out of science and healthcare, mm-hmm. why not get a couple of sh- of fucking awesome space games and help contribute? Yes, as someone sure, who just had dentistry for like the first time ever, oh, where I, I had to have you. wisdom tooth come out. Oh my god, oh, it was bad. Worst. With uh, or without insurance? Oh, thank God, it was with insurance, but it was still like thirteen hundred bucks yep. with insurance <laughs> and. I literally started a job, what the missed two days of that job, mm-hmm. and was I, I, I still have the job, thankfully, but I was just like, how embarrassing is that? That, like, mm-hmm. my second day I'm about to go in, and I'm like, hey, uh, I'm not going to be there for, like, the next two mm-hmm. weeks. I'm going to have an extended weekend. Like, it just looks so bad. And So I recently had to spend a night in the hospital. Oh, shit. Do you, you want to know how much a hospital stay for one night in San Francisco costs? 40000 Uh Well, close. 23000 ah, Jesus. Oh. Thanks to insurance, I paid six hundred. It is. Man. Like, having insurance is, is the shorthand I'm using is the glimmer you get of being a rich person as long as you work for a rich company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> It's it's the worst. This country's terrible. Oh, it, it absolutely It costs $3,000 to get tucked in after you have your surgery. That's true. I mean, I That's haven't even done taxes yet. Jesus oh, Christ. Uh, tax man's a coming. <laughs> oh, wait. Let me play the thing. Take my advice. Do as I say. Save a little money for a rainy day. You. We're donating to Patreon. <laughs> I recall when the you greatest guys, game deal back in talk radar days mm-hmm. when there would be people calling you out if you did not close out the games. Yeah, segment. Oh, it was man. so like, comical. Re-record another show. <laughs> yeah, no, we you need to fix this. this. Back when people cared about our format. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, speaking of the forums. <laughs> That is a small fraction of how ukulele would introduce a new <laughs> second. It, is, it would be way So kind of a light week. Um, the biggest thing, which is a little bit old now, is mm-hmm. the, uh, the first major uh, Project Scorpio specs details mm-hmm. were revealed oh, by Digital Foundry. Yeah, because it was the day after we recorded last week. Uh, so it'll improve on all Xbox One games. Uh, it won't have any exclusives that aren't on Xbox One also, mm-hmm. which is strange. Mm-hmm. I thought, like, this was their chance to just, like, kind of break away and, like, really make an X-Gen console. Because I thought yeah. they kind of wanted to just... It just seemed like, based on, like, sales uh, figures and mm-hmm. all that, like, Xbox rarely wins most months, so... Mm-hmm. When you want to just move I think on, we were and looking at the sales figures, they're at about half of PS4. Yeah, and I, consoles, so. and like something like this, I don't think it's going to make up for that difference. If it's a great price point, and if it Which works is, with all your old games thing, and like, backwards compatibility, yeah, right. Digital mm-hmm. Foundry was like they they're the only ones who have really seen it, and they said like our estimation is that this will be a hundred dollars more than PlayStation yeah. Pro. Well, it's mm. it's about they said I think thirty percent more powerful, oh, it's, faster yeah. than PS4 Pro. Like, the specs are, are bigger it, or higher in just about every like case. Like PS4 Pro targets like 4K resolution, mm. which is not true 4K. It's yeah. like it's close to 4K, and then we we scale it up uh, <laughs> at 30 frames a second, mm. or you can get 1080p at 60 frames a second. Scorpio is for true 4K at 60 frames a second, mm, wow. according to the Digital Foundry report. Wow, so. Nice. And yeah. I, so we talked about this off mic at some point, but Microsoft is kind of like, well, this is sort of our new console, mm. except that you 
don't need to buy another one. <laughs> and then the, the eventually the comparison to the iterative iPhone stuff yeah. was mm. talked about, and that yeah. and just they that, brought that up several times. Yeah. Did we? Well, we, I think we've brought it up in the past. I don't want to call been, you. Up. It's been brought up widely in the media. Yeah, but well, yeah. just that, like, I'm dealing with my PS4 now, which it, it has an extra fucking doohickey hard drive. Mm-hmm. But it's like this. I need a new one. But this generation isn't. Oh, no, uh, it's not over at all. And like, but when you deal with your fucking apps on iPhone, you have to your apps have to accommodate iOS yeah. 10 through 5. On iPhone three through seven, eight, but I think or, it like it's one thing for an iPhone because I mm-hmm. just think people are used to it. But like, it would be unacceptable if like if a Xbox One game that's also on Scorpio mm-hmm. ran like an iPhone five app runs the like that chuggy. But like, you, but you know how bad that can be mm-hmm. if you have like a, an iPhone model that's more than and two. I just like I just grin and bear it. Like it's like okay, I have an old iPhone. This mm-hmm. this this app this game runs like shit. Mm-hmm. Because I have an old iPhone, but I don't—I don't know if you can but, accept that on a console. Well, because you're not paying sixty dollars for the iPhone game, you know, you probably—it's yeah. either mm-hmm. free to play, but or you've I, maybe yeah. dropped five bucks. I still bucks. think the iPhone has conditioned people to buy iterative. Yeah. Oh no. Right? Well, like, but then you, you don't it buy is. a new iPhone every year. You buy it you like every two or three two years. years. Well, that's at least how you sh- instead should of five, be doing. But it. you know, imagine younger people who had a fucking ten-year console generation, right? Almost, and like, but that this this to me. Could be the end of like the like hard stop of a generation. Yeah, Whereas like almost we, like generations won't exist. Yes. It'll just be version and iOS. There'll and, be and it's, customized yep. PCs, and yeah. like they'll all have a hard time competing with the Switch, which offers everything portably. Right, um, <laughs> but it, until they do too, <laughs> until they do too, and I don't know why they don't. They all have both Sony and Microsoft have tablet functionality. Mm-hmm. I think yep. that, I think the Surface. You can you can play almost anything on your PC. The, the a first party Xbox exclusive you can play on the PC by buying one copy. Yes, yeah. but I mean, you know, if you, if you play it on a Surface, it's like it's not like it has like great 3D hardware. No, but I bet I bet that eventually this the like streaming technology will be of such will be of such Probably. magnitude once our internet infrastructure could handle that. If that's your priority, it's not my priority. It's just like the idea that like. How did how did Sony allow Nintendo to like? Yeah, we got a portable version of all your favorite games. Like you had the Vita for years. Like why aren't you playing this up? Nintendo is is calling this their feature, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you could have. I don't know. I don't know. I'd say it's not quite there yet. Which one? The Switch. The Switch. Yeah. Well, it's like it needs more games. It's a great that, concept. That was, that was the. I don't know if you saw that news story. It was mm-hmm. a news story on Forbes, and I had dealt with that in my time in publishing that. Nintendo has a really weird thing of you need if you want to produce a physical cartridge, you have to buy a certain amount, uh-huh. and yeah. pe- and people are noticing that like, oh, every game costs ten dollars more on Switch, mm-hmm. even if they've been out forever. Uh, I, 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 I meant to reread freedom. the article. I'm yeah. very unclear on, but like how this should be a boon to indie games because you can take them on the go, uh, and they can they can now uh, an indie game can have a physical store. F- presence yeah. that could be really neat like to see i don't know super sorcerer brothers and fucking shovel knight on target yeah. shelves mm-hmm. uh but if you're going to charge ten dollars more for the competition years after their launch holy shit yeah yeah that's very strange i mean more than anything still i play enter mm-hmm. the gungeon more than any other game i do on a weekly basis and i like 
I've been looking for a new roguelike, mm-hmm. and The uh, Binding of Isaac has mm-hmm. been, like, been highly recommended by a lot of my friends. Afterbirth Plus Plus Plus? Yes, and it's like, well, I could get it on PS4 or Steam or something. Get like it on for, Steam for, uh, for a nickel? Yeah, but I can also get it on, on Switch. For $40. A physical version for 40 bucks, and it's like... Do I really want to play it portably that much? Yeah, it's Most also forty dollars for the download. Yeah, and that was Which I is, think uh, the the one highlight I do remember from the Forbes article that Nintendo demands parity with pricing and physical and digital mm. models. So Nintendo mm. is charging those developers more for physical models, Man. and they have to keep that. And price their point. sales always suck. Like yes. every year, it's like as. Like Santa comes every year, and every year, uh, my, Nintendo does. A holiday sale that is just the saddest thing. It's like, would you like four dollars off of? Uh, would you like? Uh, of would Mario you like thirty-three percent off? Ten yes. percent of Zelda. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. Know. Eat forty cents, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> would you like Mario Kart Eight for fifty-four ninety-nine? Scroll around our games library. Second page, coming soon. <laughs> coming soon. The second page yeah. of Nintendo eShop. Just, it just, did just launched. To be fair, it did. It, it did. But like, that is. Something I, I think, and I will. Nintendo's not evil; they just don't think about shit. Nope. And I and I think they didn't think about that. The idea that like some people want a store presence, and you can't charge that. They're, it's the N sixty four and Nintendo all over again, where they're charging people for the pri- yeah. pri- uh, proprietary physical model and like overcharging them for that, and then demanding they keep parity with the the digital version is ridiculous. Yeah. And and yep. like I, I thought. Man, there's a lot of fun momentum around the Switch right now. Like this, Nintendo could be a contender again for the first time. Fuck in ten years, not with this. Mm-hmm. Like that'll hurt them. Yeah, that'll hurt them. That'll and I don't know who doesn't want the Switch to succeed. Who doesn't want Nintendo to? Sony exist? and Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, yes, easy answers. Uh, well, one thing that won't be a part of Project Scorpio is the Connect. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they reveal that there's no Connect port. But on top of that, Microsoft has also uh, announced that they will no longer be offering free connect adapters if you buy an Xbox Ooh. One S, hmm. because that that version of the console doesn't have no that idea. standard uh, connect uh, port or whatever. And for a while, if you bought it mm-hmm. and you, for some weird reason, also bought a connect later on, mm-hmm. you could get a free adapter to connect them together. But uh, now you can't connect them together. (laughs) Like the the connect port is like my least favorite Tetris piece. Yeah, it it looks terrible. It's the (laughs) thing I put like every time I reconnect my reconnect Ah. my Xbox One. It's like okay, here's where the Ethernet cable goes, Mm. and then I end up jamming like a HDMI cable into that little weird port for like a couple minutes. Yes. Every and Brett Brett just sold his like to GameStop, and we were pretty astonished. they're still $150? Like, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like individually, and like GameStop will give you 30 Duh. So seemingly having full knowledge mm. of like, no one's going to support this <laughs> ever again. So either, I'm sorry if you bought Fantasia. Yeah. So Microsoft's either saying Connect is dead, yeah. mm-hmm. or we've got something coming. We don't want the Connect to be the motion sensor. Yeah. It is. So, well, One of the things about the Scorpio is that like, it's H- it's VR ready out at right right out of the box, mm-hmm. which I don't even really know what that means. I guess does that mean that it's yeah. powerful enough to handle VR? That's the first I've heard because I haven't heard anything about like Microsoft but having yeah, like a VR that's headset. The thing. It's like no. they, apart from a HoloLens, well, no, no, it's powerful enough ready. to support VR, but yeah, they don't. Uh, they but they're supporting Oculus and uh, oh, okay. Vive. 
and, uh, okay. like, and it didn't have the hardware to do that. Yeah, it, like, well, I don't know that they hmm. will do that, but they don't have any plans for a VR headset. They hmm. want to support existing VR headsets. Well, see, that's good because, like, the idea of like PS4 and and the virtual reality stuff on that, it's what eight hundred dollar buy in if you want both so of those at the $500 same time. Hundred dollar buy in if you don't have ninety move controllers. Uh, and, well, uh, you, you yeah. just need two move camera. controllers and the camera. Just right. just a hundred and eighty dollars worth, and of it's four hundred if you're just getting and the goggles. What's what's the game? For the, like, what yeah. are you what are you buying Resident that Evil for? 7, uh, I didn't say yeah, it. Okay. Resident okay. Evil Seven okay. has VR exclusivity for a year. That's true. Uh, Psychonauts: Rhombus of Ruin. That's the only way to play it. Arkham VR. I've heard very good things about. And if okay. you play the game, deals just a second of the game deal mm. jingle. I can go back into it, but you uh, have to close it out too. Hang, hang on. <laughs> and a bunch of PSVR stuff is on sale. Wow. Oh. Take it out, Michael. Wow. <laughs> I like that you play two different so styles pleasant. even though they start the same way. I feel like I died and went to PSN heaven. Uh, a bunch of PSVR stuff is on sale, but I've never heard of any of it. I don't know what it is. It's not Batman. It's not Resident Evil 7. I don't know what the fuck it is. What's the like the default, the, the tech demo PlayStation VR Worlds or something? It's, that it's has not like even the, that. It's, the it's shark like, thing? It's at least seven other VR games that I just haven't heard yeah. of hmm. and because until I don't dawn, know Until Dawn, Crazy headset. Carnival, or whatever they call oh, it. Oh, yeah, Until Dawn. Yeah, God, what was it called? I've no. heard of Until Dawn. Yeah. Uh, but a bunch of B- PSVR stuff was on sale on PSN this week. Mm. Uh, well, something that's a, a PlayStation not VR, mm. uh, Uncharted, The Lost Legacy. Uh, they've announced that it will be coming out on August 22nd. It'll be $40. This is kind oh, of like it was originally supposed to be <laughs> DLC for Uncharted oh. 4. Mm. Uh, but kind of morphed into its own game. So if you bought like the season pass or whatever, the, like the deluxe edition for Uncharted Four, you'll get this at a lower price point. Oh, that's cool. But also, if you pre-order the game, you get uh, there's going to be an upcoming PS4 port of Jack and Daxter: The Precursor Legacy. Oh, uh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a hell of a pre-order. Yeah. Well, they're like, doing a remaster of all four of those games, right? Oh, but you only get the first, first one. First one, I, yeah. Okay. So if you don't know who Naughty Dog is and you find out you get a free Jack and Daxter yeah. game with your Uncharted pre-order, yeah. that's gotta be, you got to feel really good that day. <laughs> Everything, everything's coming up Randy. I'm imagining <laughs> the, the listener out there. Uh, Excuse me, he goes by Randall. Randall, my bad. He's grown up now. And Persona 5 has shipped 1.5 million copies in its first week. So it had a worldwide launch. It launched in Japan and America, Months I think. Ago. Really? Yeah, yeah uh, Japan. I September, wrong? I think. Okay, so... I guess it it shipped 1.5 million copies in America this week. Mm. Oh, That's wow. probably the, the news story, and that is, I'm looking for Curtis for verification here. That has to be astonishing, because Persona's been kind of a slow burn. Well, also consider shipped, not sold. Right? Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. shipped means sold to retail, but it's, it's yeah. still meeting demand from. I don't know, some fucking census somewhere means that people oh, want to buy Persona. When you load up the Persona game, it's like mm-hmm. celebrating 20 years. Like, this is your fifth game. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so your... it's it's 1.5 million worldwide. Mm. But the still pretty good. In, in, uh, oh, yeah. North America and, and Europe brought it up to 1.5 million. It was it, like probably like around a million or so. It is yeah. fucking lovely. It is really, really fun. I love it. There yeah. And it's surprising for that many... Um, copies and and for a game that it's 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 almost very niche now or not niche but it's 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 created the niche and uh of of the fact that half the game is uh, a social sim Mm -hmm. and the other half is going dungeon crawling Mm 
mm-hmm. um, but it has just this, this ridiculous aesthetic that is so charming. Yep. Uh, most, if not all, the characters are so pleasing, and and you want to you want to care about them. They they do such a good job of making you care about this ragtag group of thieves. And in the dumb thing of like, I really I haven't been to Japan a lot. I've right. been twice. But the street I live on in the game looks just like the hotel I spent two weeks at. Like, it's the same street with the same stuff. And, like, just that aspect. Is I also love just the beginning of the game, like, the the layout of Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw some of this in Yakuza 0, too. It's like, you can put a, a business in, like, some godforsaken <laughs> side alley in the middle of nowhere, and it will... Fine. Yeah, you'll do fine, you'll do, somehow. And that was my experience It'll get foot traffic. Here's a bar with five seats and one person working here, and she's mm-hmm. clearly been doing it for a thousand years. Yep. <laughs> and it's it's in the middle of what appears to be yeah. a nondescript office building. Well, if we could take it to real life, uh, I'm wandering around San Francisco, mm-hmm. and in some of the, like, scummier-looking areas... There's a fucking Mini Cooper dealership. Yeah. Like yeah. surrounded yeah, 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 by like yeah. all these needle bangers. And it's like, <laughs> I know bangers. they're not buying them. Who? You don't how know you... that? It's San Francisco. You're right. I'm you sorry. Know. Homeless people have to park too. Like, you want a smaller car. <laughs> they got to sleep somewhere, guys. Ah, Jesus. Oh, dear. Oh. But yeah, Persona 5. Well, I can't, I can't speak on Persona 5. What? I have not played it. I'm no. I'm You're a, the anime person. I'm a bad yeah. anime person. Um. <laughs> But just on the outside looking in, there looks to be just a ton of stuff there, and everyone who has played it mm-hmm. has not said a bad thing about it. I, um, I've heard a few like really hardcore Persona fans. Yeah, I but mean, in terms always... of me, like I was enticed by Four Golden, right. and like I'm, I'm doing fine. I think they're catching that that wave of the Persona Four yeah, fans it... that that were brought in by how this just dumb weirdness that's been consistent with your series streamlined just enough to make it through yeah. to I don't know mainstream is the right word and, but, um, and they waited four four, four years for this for, yeah. from when it was initially Somebody, supposed to come I, I, out it was supposed to come out originally in like 2014 I want to say, yeah. say Marco so on, our, on our Facebook group was like a, an image from Atlas like coming winter of 2014 mm. Persona 5 uh, and here we are about to see mm-hmm. you sitting pretty in summer of 2017. <laughs> and that nerd, he bought the Japanese version. Doesn't did. speak Japanese. Of course he did. He, Spanish is his first language. And, and you're throwing Marco under the bus right I'm, now. No, I love Marco. Marco's great. But no, he like it. he even was watching it or was playing it. He was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm <laughs> loving it. And it's like, hey, that's all you need in the video all game right, sometimes. Yeah. Love you, Marco. He's been on, he's been on bonus time. He's been here with us. Marco's um, glorious. He got the uh, he's the Dan Harmon. He got the Dan Harmon no. plug. No, no I'm sorry. I don't think so. But he got a lot of the old Tark Radar uh, yes. plugs for yeah, you yeah. guys. References. We love our we love our, hey. our BM. <laughs> it's now time for the community segment, which, as always, is segmenting our community. Uh, seriously, they're at each other's throats all the time. It's terrible. Last week's question of the week, as you might remember, was. Have you ever had a dream about a game? What was it about? Curtis, you weren't here last week. Do no. You, um, do you have an answer? Have you ever had a, a weird game dream? I mean, it would be so easy to say, hey, I've had the wet dream about <laughs> But uh, the f- the most recent stuff I think of, um, it's it goes back to Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah? Uh, that game, I'm not a huge Zelda fan. I love that series, but I... I pick and choose a lot of what I like. Like I like most of the 2D stuff. Um, but Breath of the Wild was a game that I was so down on 
and then I played it, lost close to 70 hours into that world and wanted more. And I would still be playing it if I hadn't lent my Wii U to someone else to, to mm. for them to experience it. But I, I would go to bed finishing a shrine knowing there's another shrine right in the distance, but it's like, I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. I don't want to use my brain. I just, I'll save it. Mm-hmm. But me going to bed is, uh, what's what's in that shrine? Yeah, you then imagine what the puzzle is right. and try to solve it How do I sleep? solve it? How do I even get there? Like, it, there's, that game, I, I want to say already it's my game of the year, and I've only yeah. played a handful of other things, but it was just completely changed the Zelda dynamic forever. Like, there's, I, I, it'll be hard to go back to other Zeldas because of just how entrancing and just changing uh, Breath of the Wild is. It's fantastic. Yeah, agreed. I actually had a new game dream since oh, yeah. the last episode. Since the last Bringing episode, up wow. this topic made me have a game dream, which was Damn. I dreamt about the next Grand Theft Auto. Ooh. Where was it set? Uh, in Vice City uh-huh. and Liberty City Ooh. and San Andreas. Mm-hmm. So... Like building they could off, do it. They have the technology. Building off of the like the, the thing that they did with GTA Five, where you can jump between three characters. Uh-huh. In each time period, you can jump between the original GTA protagonists, so like Tommy, Versetti, or Claude. Then you can also jump to the whatever stories other character. So like there was um was it Lance Van Lance no Vic Vance Vince yeah, Vance Victor Vance and the other guy from uh, Vice uh, Liberty City Stories whose name I forget Tommy Versetti but or, I, yeah but I can't I can't remember who I was jumping between when I was playing the San Andreas uh, section because there's CJ but there was never a San Andreas Stories hmm. so yeah. like once I That's figure that true. out then I'm going Rockstar and I'm like. Dude, I know about your game. Well, they've made like $60 billion dollars off Grand Theft Auto Five. Just yeah, somehow it's, but it's it all just GTA keeps Online. That's what's like. Is that what's I think that's yeah. Afloat? I think that's yeah. what's their okay. cash cow right so now. You, it's you like, only find a sale if it's with like a, sh- a megalodon shark card. Yeah, in yeah. game yeah. cash. Yeah. Anyway, uh, first responder in the forums was Triskitable, who said, Triskitable. "When I'm genuinely psyched for a game and I've been following it for months on end, I'll find myself dreaming about finally getting my hands on it." Because my subconscious is a fucking tease. Mm. Oh, this is the dream segment. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, this is a yeah, not not the peeing in the other room segment. Uh, <laughs> Steven Tobolowski's Dune says, <laughs> "I bought Super Mario Brothers three. Yeah, really? Who has the spice? <laughs> I sure as heck thought no, I do. <laughs> I bought Super Mario Brothers three with all the cash I got for my sixth birthday in uh, early December, nineteen ninety. I was obsessed with the game, so I was constantly having dreams about it. Leading up to Christmas, I had a dream about a book that revealed all the secrets of the game, including the maps of every level. The very next morning, I woke up with the Nintendo Power Super Mario Bros. 3 strategy guide in my stocking. At that age, I had no idea that such a thing could exist. I literally believe that Santa Claus and his elves could ma- read my dreams and make them a reality. So wait, that came with the subscription, so did your parents take it out of the mailbox and keep it? Until- <laughs> Tore off the address label. Uh-huh. Santa made this. <laughs> just want to point out, Stephen Tobolowsky's Dune is the yeah. clearly the ideal Laser Time listener. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because that is so stupid and deep and wonderful. <laughs> I love you so much, whoever you are. I, I also gotta say, I just got through uh, God Emperor of Dune, and holy shit, that series gets weird. Mm. I sure I fucking improv anymore as Ned Ryerson. Uh, let's see. I am sorry, said, when I got Portal 2, I remember staying up for most of the night to play it. Eventually, through a combination of sleep deprivation and a total lack of spatial logic, 
I got stuck on a specific puzzle. Feeling defeated, I decided to go to bed. That night, I was blessed with a dream in which I step-by-step solved the puzzle I had been stuck on. When I started the game the next morning, I found that my dream had given me the exact solution I was looking for. This has led me down a road in life where whenever I have any problem whatsoever, I try sleeping and hoping my dreams will tell me what to do. It has never once worked. (laughs) Keep Keep the dreams alive, kid. We believe in you. Until it does. A man in his dream. That's how we describe Tucker or Walt Disney or somebody in the 1940s who thought of some really basic thing that someone would have thought of eventually. A third headlight on a car! (laughs) Here's Uh, childproof bubble in the back seat. It's wonderful. There's like three references in one screen name. Uh, Chris Antitti's Magnum watering can for my Magnum dong. Jesus. Said, I once had a dream. I was running through a version of my old high school with a Keyblade fighting Heartless. I mostly remember it because I was viewing it from a cinematic third-person view from behind my actual body. Super weird. How small were your shorts and how big were your feet? (laughs) That's the only way it's authentic. Uh, Shirking Off said... Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I once had a sex dream interrupted by Red 13 from Final Fantasy 7. He just showed up and asked to join in. I was so turned off that I woke up. I'm still worried that dream means that I'm a repressed furry. There is no shame in that no, shirking yes. off, except oh, your fake buddy. All. Two things, because I've been thinking about this in an ordinary amount. Number one, you were turned off, so no, you're not a repressed furry. <laughs> Number no, two, if true. anything, you're a repressed zoophile, because Red 13 is not a furry. A furry is more like a cartoonish Bugs Bunny mm, type character. all turned off by the thing we're initially turned on by that's forever. Right. That's yes. true. And yes. uh, having watched a lot of Rescue Rangers, mm. at least I know from yeah. the origins... Gadget Hackwrench created a legion of furries that the, she, did. She, she scooped up all the ones that had not been scooped but up for, by the Disney Robin Hood movie. <laughs> Marion. God damn, could she put her fucking Holy cake? shit. Uh, sink her canines into my pubic here. I have no idea how sex works. Uh, but evidently not. But that... Both Chip and Dale are fucking drooling the second they meet Gadget Hack Wrench. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Even though she's a different species. She's a different... They cannot Fucking mate. kinky they ass sex all up in that Her shit. genitals would literally like clasp on their... Uh-huh. On, hey, on theirs. Watch and, how you talk about the one remnants of the well, Disney I, afternoon in I Disneyland. guess they could <laughs> mate. They just couldn't reproduce because their DNA wouldn't mix with each other. Mm-hmm. That's true. My yeah. dog can't reproduce with my Chuck E. Cheese doll and it no, never stops Molly from fucking fuck. it. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. Uh, Grayson said, I had a bout of insomnia September of 2015 that lasted three months shortly after Mario Maker was God released. Damn. You poor bastard. While Mario Maker was such a, uh, a much-needed escape from the stresses of my job, uh, had caused insomnia, I found that Mario Maker soon began to haunt my half-asleep, half-awake mind. Hearing the super catchy remix of the Mario 3 World 1-1 theme, playing in a three-second loop while I tried to figure out how to make a level that uh, created a latte out of enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is really a dream. <laughs> buzzy beetles at the bottom of the sh- uh, shot. Goombas in the middle for a milky coffee mix. Dry bones at the top for a frothy thumb. It nearly oh. drove me to suicide. <laughs> wow. Jesus. Uh, mm. And uh, Celestial Masshole said, At the end of May, I'll be going to Osaka for my birthday. A lot of things have been weighing on my mind. Should I visit Kyoto or Tokyo? Yes. What retro game should I pick up? What Castlevania soundtrack do I buy? 
Do I save money for Godzilla figures or a big boss body pillow? Both. <laughs> yes. Uh, it got to a point where I had the most Japanese otaku dream ever. Alucard from Symphony of the Night and Hideo Kojima were showing me around Shibuya at night. We went on a shopping spree and ended up with bags full of Super Famicoms and Nintendo Switches. I got a tattoo of the Grey, gray Wolf, Sif from Dark Souls, on my chest. We ate sushi together under a cherry blossom tree. I just hope my trip lives up to the hype. I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. <laughs> at least you had the dream. Do you write? Yes. <laughs> it is. It's good. By the way, all of that is an anime that you can find on Crunchyroll, yes. so good That's luck. here for, Curtis. Yes, Let Celestial Man. Let us on the Ash Show. Yeah. <laughs> Crunch it on Findy Roll. Uh, finally, Apollo Mask had a video response. What's up, Video Game Apocalypse? It's your favorite repressed memory, Apollo Mask, here to talk to you about my gradually unraveling psyche. If there's one game that's absolutely adhered itself to my subconsciousness, it would have to be Dark Souls. The constant cyclical nature of dying, trying, and dying again just hammered itself into me, to the point that I started seeing particularly challenging bosses in my sleep. The worst time was when I was actually winning. Because, you know, you get Artorias down to that final tip of health, you bring your sword up and... <sighs> Wait, was I shooting a form response? Why is my camera on? <laughs> oh god, I gotta stop doing this. I swear, I swear to God, he's sleeping in the studio. It looks like, it looks like Tyler's old room. Yeah, maybe he's sneaking in when you're not noticing. Mm-hmm. So if you have, if you never watched Apollo Mask, he puts his forum answers in the uh, he puts these answers in the forums, mm-hmm. so you can watch his responses. He actually has a mask. It was on, really great, and he shoots them really well. Mm-hmm. I want to see him visit Galton Carhart's farm. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, speaking of, that. get your answers in by Tuesdays yeah. if you want us to play them. Skeleton Carhartt. Uh, <laughs> oh. Usually go with the deadlines. It was just one week. I, I, I felt bad because last week he submitted one, but it was after we Aww. recorded. Aww. Of goats getting inseminated. Talking about, <laughs> talking about our can of hearts. It was amazing. Uh, anyway, it's a new question of the week. Uh, if you could force any two video game mascots not ship to to work not together, ship. no, they have to work together to a common luck. goal. It's that business, can't be coming. It, it's business, not pleasure. It's That's post credits, guys. Complimentary abilities. It's all friend from work, not work doomed workplace romance. Uh, obviously. I Obviously. want Arrow the Acrobat in Alpha Chicken. Oh, to, clearly. Oh, wow. Like uh, To re- revitalize the sad Japanese mm. company that doesn't work anymore. Uh, wait, that not, doesn't count for Alpha Chicken. But <laughs> I, I, more, I more want a 2D platformer uh, with mm. someone like Arrow the Acrobat who can fly and is mm. capable. And someone like Alpha Chicken who is really cool, guys. <laughs> is really, He's got really a girlfriend. Cool. I know that much. <laughs> so... Alpha Chicken is I've got so a girlfriend. Cool. I'm really cool. It, dude, that guy is that guy or girl is so fucking cool. Like <laughs> I think that's the only thing gaming is lacking a really cool character, mm-hmm. and that's what Alpha Chicken can bring. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say Gex and Blasto. Yeah. Oh, because wow. I, I I just want to go back to 1997, have both Phil Hartman be alive and uh, <laughs> Dana Gould like still doing video game comedy. Being the first, to me, Dana Gould's the first video game celebrity. Yeah. And discovering him later in life, like, oh, you're one of my favorite comics, yeah. and you have the best podcast in the universe. Dana but Gould I want to hear him talk about movies in a video game. That'd be great. He had the greatest, he, he, I, both Bob and I have reached out to him to talk about Gex. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> on numerous occasions. He's never responded. Well, and, and the reason he, is because you're asking him every time, want to have gex? <laughs> Dana, let's me. have gex. My marital gex. He has my, no, favorite, he has, he has my favorite podcast, and him and his friends were working on gex. Mm. And he said he traveled to Canada and went into a nerdy store. And he's a nerd. He's like a mm. huge nerd. And like, uh, do you have the gex games? Like, oh, actually, it's Jex. And he's like, <laughs> oh my. And he's like Jex? It's not. And he's like, it is. And like, you're talking to the lead voice. Never mind. It's take it. It's yours. It's yours. <laughs> you say whatever you want. It, it's Jex. See, what you should do is you. It's not a Jekko. <laughs> you should approach him and say like, we just want you to talk about. The experience of being Gex, so call it Oral Gex. <laughs> the Oral Gextery of Gex. Or so. Anal Gex. Yeah. Well, that's that if too. you're getting too uh, into like the minutia. Yeah. Let's do that over yeah, yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be Anal Gex about all of this. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, Croc and Sly Cooper. Because I Croc... thought you were going to say Rascal! I I thought... <laughs> Who would say Rascal? Well, there goes my answer. <laughs> Or Scaler. How about how about Scaler or or no Vex Vex and, and Sly Cooper. You remember Vex, right? Ew, vaguely. The the mascot platformer that was trying to be kind of edgy. Uh, it's it's Gex. He has Wolverine claws. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually pronounced Wex. It's German. No, <laughs> Damn it, no, no uh, Croc because he. Uh, I, I remember that game playing a lot like the original Tomb Raider, and it's like oh, sort of like tank controls, awkward yeah. platforming. And then Sly Cooper could ride on his back and I guess use his cane to hook onto things mm -hmm. so they could swing like in Castlevania Swing more. in a better game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck not? Well, my first answer immediately goes to, I'd like to see Wario and Waluigi. Waluigi? No, Waluigi is how I want to pronounce okay. it. Okay. No, like, if it's Jex, it's Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> Japan will thank you. Okay. Waluigi. Or Waluigi. Um... <laughs> That was my first uh, thought. And then I thought, well, I haven't seen this series in so long. Maximo and Firebrand. Huh. Like, they're sort of the same series already. Mm -hmm. Like, one yeah. is obviously like a reboot or... Uh, they're not the same. What is a Red Araber? Uh, <laughs> one is a reimagining, yeah. whatever. Yeah, no, it's not Arthur. They don't exist in the same universe. <laughs> I can't believe I have to tell you this. But, like, it could almost be like a bridging generational thing. I can't like, believe I fucking know that. And that is real, what I just... Like, yep. They're not this. They're not in the same universe, and they're not the same. But, but Firebrand was very heavily inspired by Ghosts and Goblins. It was, oh, it was very like, clearly. It was the final fight streetwise to Japan's Ghosts. But I'm and not Goblins. fucking around. Firebrand in Demon's Crest and Gargoyle's Quest is not the same as the Red Aramur in MVC3. I I hate that I know this. What about? It's so unnecessary, and they should be like, why don't we consolidate this thing? No one cares about <laughs> because there is and, someone like, out there that will. It's pronounced Jax. There's always that guy or girl that is just so or far me, out of the canon's Or me, Michael, ass. or... Yeah. Yeah. That's sort of what we built our careers around. Or at least what I built my career around. Exactly. I, I know more about the pronunciation of games you've never heard spoken to you in your life. There's always the well-actually 
person. Yeah. Always. Need, you... I get I get flack just for saying anime, so which is the correct pronunciation of that fucking word. So well, you're in America, and we don't pronounce it America. Eh. So I'm an old schooler. We only had the Japanese stuff to go on, and it's a French <laughs> word anyway. It's a French word, and we still call Japan a country that it doesn't claim to be. I, I don't understand how any of this works. So no. really claim to. What if you had Wario and Maximo together in an adventure game? Where Wario has sharded his boxers, and he needs to find Maximo to get new boxers. Because we know Wario likes to fart, but like, does he have 100% normal fart uh, success? Look, I'm living proof. It never works all the time. You fart enough, especially in the game, you're going to have a spit take. Yeah, occasionally, yeah. like it's just going to happen, yeah. and you need a friend to help you. Your asshole's not inhuman, especially as you get older. Like oh, yeah. your ability to control it lessens, yeah. despite you think I got older. I I control my <laughs> bowels now. I was doing that shit when I was a kid. No, you know, it, it gets, gets so much worse. worse. I used to like to take the ladies and men down to Bone Town, mm-hmm. and then it's like, did I shit my pants three hours ago? I'm not positive. I sincerely I'm not positive. will not have sex times. If mm-hmm. I'm feeling dirty, yeah, yeah. because me too. I'm totally I, I mean, there. it's been three years. I don't think it's gonna be mm-hmm. a deterrent or a turnoff. <laughs> no, I, but I don't know, and I don't want to find out. I'm working so, on the long haul. I don't want to fucking ruin the mystique. Yeah, even mm-hmm. fucking eight years. In, like I can... see me. I know what I look like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I know my short. I already know it's enough that like, if something's mm-hmm. out of place, it's gonna be enough to kill it. <laughs> Oh, I don't want you something got a testicle like in your belly button. I can't, <laughs> do, this. I can't do this. I'll show you after. I can't do this. Uh, just thank God it's not the a video cast. shirt on. This is going to be. Crazy. I, I was just going to say somewhere I have a pair of Maximo promotional boxers, <laughs> oh, and they were terribly designed. There's no hole in the front. I got a what the fuck? Figure up there, right up yeah, there. I have I that everybody same turned one. around on a podcast. That is glorious. Look beyond Captain Caveman, Jessica Rabbit, and Silent Bob, and I swear to God, there's a Maximo, Maximo figure. In there. <laughs> if you say so, do you still have the <laughs> shield? Uh, fuck. So, I lost maybe. the shield, but I've got everything else. Maybe because I, I got it before I ever worked at that company. I oh, don't nice, know why nice, I have nice. that. But I do love Maximo, and I do love Arthur, and I do love Ghosts and mm. Goblins. Curtis, I do think it's a fucking beautiful idea. Oh, so Maximo made me gay when I was younger. Oh, really? <laughs> you know, dude, a buff dude running That's around in his tough. underpants. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> when you got Tomb Raider versus yeah. Maximo. I'm the most vulnerable when I'm nude. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you take control of me? <laughs> Turn the camera just so, so you can see yeah. if I've got something. Turn I did NES that. camera I do that. I, I'm not even lying. I do that in Mass Effect. I've done that in Uncharted. If yeah. I am playing a dude and there is some bulge somewhere, yeah. I will find it. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I will gotta, find I it. I gotta get this plug out there. We 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 did our Monday night movie for. Can I just say one Go thing for first? Sorry, uh, so which two mascots <laughs> would you pair up together? <laughs> Let us know. Go to lazytimepodcast.com/slash/forums. First person to ask the question of the week and answer it in the forums gets read first on next week's show mm-hmm. after presumably whatever guest we have on it goes first. Uh, or you can go to the comments under episode 209 on com mm-hmm. and answer there. Anyway, that's our show. Let's go out with some plugs. Chris, uh, please continue. It, sorry, it was just on the on that note of, of looking at taints. Uh, <laughs> we, we do a Monday night movie twice a month. Uh, that usually our, our, our patrons pick it. But the G.I. Joe movie turned... Uh, the 1987 animated Hasbro, like, terrible fucking movie. Turned 30, we watched it. It's it's wonderfully awful. Burgess Meredith and Don mm-hmm. Johnson are in it. 
in the opening six minutes, there are at least eight taints to screen transitions where like mm. a taint comes in and it fades out <laughs> okay. to something else. And like we're like, what the fuck? Why is this happening over and over again? Why is a, a cobra a cobra commander like now you know the true meaning of has bro. It <laughs> <laughs> was a fucking light gun game. Like was I supposed to shoot this guy's dick when he yes! through <laughs> Also, Duke made me gay. I could write an article about characters I grew up that made me gay. Yeah? Mm. All video game characters? Video game, cartoons, Launchpad live Launchpad had nothing to do with it? You sure? Launchpad didn't do anything for me. You're, you're I'm idiot. sorry. I'm He's sorry. He's the hottest cartoon He was a little old for me. He's a little old for me. He carries a worldly vibe. Yeah. There's Laser Time's Patreon. Patreon.com slash Laser Time, as you mentioned. Uh, movie commentaries, weekly bonus show, bonus time... Uh, also, Cheap Podcast, the pro wrestling podcast. We just talked about WrestleMania and uh, all that fun stuff. We also have extra commentaries. Last month we did a uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers pilot episode yeah. commentary and uh, wrestling and match I commentaries. I really, really and... want to do Disney Afternoon is out next week. Yeah. Hmm. And I would really like to do a commentary over one of the Disney Afternoon Ooh, shows. I can't figure yeah, out which one. That. But I think it's going to be Darkwing because it's really good. Ah, it's really probably good. the best. It's really good. Yeah. After DuckTales, Rescue Rangers, and Tailspin. <laughs> They're all like six parts long. <laughs> the Darkwing one is a, a beautiful two-part, lots of guns. <laughs> like, clearly knows comic books. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. It's really good. Darkwing. Don't get mad at me when I ask this. The mm. first villain that he sees is the bull guy? Uh, it's in a TV screen. Like, he's in jail. Okay, but so, the first villain of the two parties... Taurus Bulba. Bulba. Or uh, whatever. Yeah, not even Steelbeak. Mm. Back mm. when I thought it was a James Bond parody. Well, that Taurus was also, Bulba, uh, the one with the, the assistant named Clovis? Uh, I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. Rob Paulson, I believe, is the guy that yes. does Steelbeak, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, he was fucking doing everything he in the did, 90s. He's everything in the yeah. 90s. And is he gay? Hmm. He seems no, like a guy who is. wouldn't admit it if he was. Yeah. He's been around. Cam Clark just is. Just that much. He has been for is years. Is he really? Yeah. The voice of Canada. And Leonardo from oh, Ninja Turtles. Guys, let's like party with, with Bud. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's Michelangelo. I didn't know how much you led until right now. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> I'm totally gay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as always, you can follow the show at, on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. Oh, wait, Kurt, do you have a oh, oh, size uh, plug? Not, I mean, yeah, go watch my ass on YouTube. Um, <laughs> it's super great. Like, I've done uh, G Gundam was my most recent video. I've got some heat on Laser Time Network because I said that it was great, and it's clearly not because there's much better Gundams out there. I realize that guy. But it's a newer Gundam. No, it's old as fuck. Oh, it's like twenty years old. Uh, it's so DBZ that it's not even a Gundam at the. It's at some points. It's it's so ridiculous and over the top. But it's a fun show. It's such a fun show to watch. Like if you mm. want the heavy melodrama, yes, go watch Gundam Double O or go watch the original Gundam. I'm a Robotech man. They have that on. Um, I wanted you to hit me just over that. No. <laughs> uh, I just finished the first part of that, of uh, the remastered of mm. the Harmony Gold version. It's still good. I know a lot of people have like. Uh, I know a lot of people have hangups on that series. Mm. It's still good. It's still watchable. It's a bit of a slog, but it's a good series. I was I was shocked, and a retronauts that has not posted yet that Harmony Gold is still around. I did not know that. Uh, and oh wow! Dude, well, they're they're just they're just about suing people for licensing. They're just about Robotech. Right? Yeah. Like it's crazy. I, you know, it's it's weird that I still remember the first time I ever heard about Robotech. Mm-hmm. It was like a kid at, at, at elementary school who I was kind of sort of friends with was mm-hmm. like, hey, dude, you should come over and 
to my house and check out my robotic toys. You mean your robotics toys, which was like a different toy line? He's like, no, robot. Robotech. Ah, God, you're not pronouncing it. God, I, I remember. I loved the first two episodes of Robotech I saw, and then I see a trailer. This is only for people over 30. A trailer for the Robot Jocks movie. I'm like, they made a Robotech movie! Oh, wow. <laughs> it's amazing! And it's re- the movie is really good. If you hate Texans, as, as a, a kid who loved BattleTech in the '90s, like this is this was the closest I got to a BattleTech movie. Oh, robot shocks, fuck's <laughs> sake! It's so silly. Sounds uh, nuts, yeah. but yeah, um, I do that stuff uh, as much as I can, at least once a week. Uh, but I promised a couple of people that if I made it on here, I would give them a personal shout out. So I want to thank. Uh, there's a, f- a Facebook message group that I'm part of. Uh, Laser Time 616 is what we call ourselves. Yeah, and we've all been giving universe. nicknames of the hosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to give a shout out to Dylan, Robert, Brendan, uh, Reese, who is Triskitable, who oh, was yeah. the first question of the week answer. Mm-hmm. And of course, Michael. You guys are all super awesome dudes. Uh, they, we've been in this chat for about three years now. We've all mm-hmm. sort of carried over from Talk Radar and mm-hmm caught back up with laser time and we've all just like we're there as like a support group for each other like mm-hmm. if we have a rough day we can spout the shit and there's like oh, it's like nice. a judgment free zone like they're like they're helping us mm-hmm. with, and it's cool like we grew up together essentially mm-hmm. and yeah. we've just never actually interacted all together but I, this is this I, allows that i text five people and Ever. I talk to I talk to you more than I do my family members. Oh, like, me too. It, it's just new. Gr- I don't know. It's new groups, new families. Yeah, it's fun. So I love you guys, uh, and uh, I'll see you in the chats. All right. As always, you can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Check, check. Chris is on the second mic for some reason. Crank myself up. Hmm. Curtis, you got to get in like right here and talk in the top part right there so we can raise and lower. So tease, the, tease the head. Yeah, it's a little clitty. Um, <laughs> um, and we'll tell your boyfriend. Good. I'll tell him all about it. He'll be all right. Yeah, you took to it like water. <laughs> <Found it> immediately. <laughs> <laughs>